Welcome to the Two Man Game Podcast here. Alex Weber. Um, and uh, today I'm going to have on, of course, as per usual, uh, Kenny Fair, Cameron Goss. I'm not sure if you ever heard uh, Goss's first name. I think I even say it once. Maybe I might just spoil Goss's name for you. Hint, it's Cameron. Cammy, we call him it. Um, sometimes, very rarely. Um, but, uh, okay, so two-man game podcast here. Uh, and for the first time, I can announce we're in affiliation with the uh, fan-sided Kentucky Wildcat sub website. All right, it's a website. It's called wildcatbluenation.com. Check us out. Uh, I've been put in charge of the thing. I am the lead expert, the manager, the editor. I call myself the czar. Uh, <laughs> the czar of the website. I'm sure the bosses aren't a big fan of that. That's why I haven't really put it on the website, like on the masthead. Just czar <laughs> on my profile, czar of Wildcat Plutation. Uh, I haven't put that there, but no. So if you want to check out my uh, content, uh, I'm trying to post a couple times a day, you know, do a daily rundown, UK sports, maybe throw in some Louisville stuff. Uh, I'm covering all things. Uh, former cats right now in the NBA, former Kentucky players, free agency, Willie Cauley Stein. Uh, he signed with the Warriors. Check that out. Uh, I wrote a, I wrote three reasons why Jamal Murray got a huge max extension, which we'll mention in the podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, Cantor signs with the Celtics. Um, so yeah, check all that out on wildcatbladation.com. Um, I've been tasked with, after uh, earlier today, the unfortunate um, the unfortunate passing of Wildcat football legend, uh, and New York Giant quarterback Jared Lorenzen, um, uh, just one of the, um, I, it's, it's even hard to put into words, I'm not, I, I'm not even old enough to remember him playing, but I, I, I really can't put into words the effect he had on, fans and just the program in general when he was here uh I, I think a lot of the accomplishments that stoops and company have had over the past couple seasons wouldn't be possible with like just with um what lorenzen did back in the early 2000s to kind of put uk football on the map at least as to before when it was just a complete wasteland and you, you it was like a if someone told you hey you heard about villanova's football program no so he just probably the most popular player in the history of the program and someone that's been a friend of Kentucky football and gosh just really connected uh always trying to help them in any way possible probably the number one super fan um and just by all accounts a great human being and a great friend I know many in the Kentucky media who knew him well I'm not one of them I'm really (laughs) low ranking in that stratosphere uh a lot of them just raved about how great a friend he was so it's really really sad news um so i've been tasked with uh writing the top five jared lorenzen games in a uk uniform i pushed back and was like i hey edit boss uh i don't really want to write this because you know um i'm 19 and i wasn't really cognizant for the jared lorenzen run he's like you're fine just do some research but i I don't feel like i can fully encapsulate it so like anybody wants to help get those some suggestions my way uh, I'll let you, hey, you want to write it? I'll let you write it. I'll put it on the site. Uh, just, uh, reach out. And as for the podcast today, we're going to talk all things NBA free agency at the beginning. Uh, there's an epic Nick rant coming from me, of course. Uh, as you can tell, my vocal cords are a little shot. Once got into a screaming match, at, not a screaming match, kind of just screamed at the laptop about Jim Dolan. 
and the Suns and Knicks and all that. So uh, check that out. That'll be up today. And then at t- towards the tail end, about the hour 20 mark, kind of go off the reservation preservation uh, in terms of topics. We, uh, Me and Kenny rank our top five UK players in the NBA right now. Um, and then we get into a big, a, a little like 10, 15 minute movie discussion. What are our five favorite movies? Me and Kenny share a few. Goss has a totally wacky list. Uh, let me just talk about some of the best movies of the of the century. I know it's a really random topic, but hey, check it out. Uh, all right. Without further um, time wasting from me, here is our best friend, Bob Marley. We have uh, free agency to talk about, and we found this nifty little uh, list to help us out uh, via producer Kenny coming through. That's what you're here for. Producing tonight. For the first time. He's like going well, for a double. I'm, it's like a. What is a producer? I mean, I'm supposed you're to. You're going like for like a double double, yeah. I mean, like, I don't do any of that. <laughs> you're late. You're just coming in and getting boards. Yeah. Grab rebounds. Roll giving player. us what we need. Behind the scenes stuff, like pulling up little lists. Yeah. To help us um, always so go the to, extra mile. So we don't have to waste time looking up stuff. Yeah, it's exactly. called show prep. Yeah, it's like what Woj it's like what Woj does, except Oh <laughs> don't, please, please. Please don't. I don't I'm I flattering can't. you, I can tell. Yeah, I know. Like I'm blushing right now. Of course. Uh, okay, so we'll start off with the Lakers, I think. Uh, even though they're so they're big free agent. Um no no if you're Jared Dudley. Joined for two point five million one year. Um is yeah. it the veteran contract? Uh, no, veteran no. minimum's one something, I think. Uh, but no, no, no. The Lakers. Okay, so we haven't really talked since they got Anthony Davis. So they got Anthony Davis, LeBron. But the big deal is now it seems like they're the likely destination to land Kawhi Leonard. I'd say they're the favorite now. Oh, I definitely say they're the favorite. Although I, I think it's, I think anybody that's trying to read what that anybody that tells you they know or they they have a feeling where Kawhi's going to go, I think they're full of shit. Except for Trevor Trout, right? Try total trout move. No, he was wrong about Jaden McDaniel. So screw trout move. Yeah, it's, but that's the only thing he's he's been wrong about. Oh, only thing I'm sure. I mean, not the back. only, but dude's got a dude's got a track record <laughs> along lines of Evan Mc, of if Evan he, Daniels. If he has, um, yeah, but I mean, I think uh, Kawhi is a uh, personality supernova that succeeds even Evan Daniels' ability to read. Like, there's nobody that can read Kawhi. If someone tell, is telling you, oh, well, I know where Kawhi's doing. Like, I think uh, Michael Rappaport tried to do that. Well, Michael Rappaport doesn't know shit. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I don't think anybody knows shit right no, now. But nobody in the NBA likes him, I don't think. I think he's... He just yells, hated. and he's a Knicks fan. <laughs> so, of course, he's got... Uh, un- he looks like un- Brian unwarrant- Yeah, he's That's got, like, it. unwarranted confidence. Or cockiness, I should say. All right, so the Lakers... But if they get Kawhi, they're obviously the... Right now, they're the current favorites in... Um, they're the current favorites in Las Vegas to win the 2020 NBA title. With Kawhi, uh, they'd probably become the prohibited favorites. They'd probably drop under the money line. Like, they would drop to, like, minus something, minus 150 or something like that. Because they then have, as me and Kenny discussed last time, probably the two best players in the world. Yeah, and then... Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do our 20 best players list later this month. But we'll just go ahead and spoil it for you. Those two are definitely in the top three. Top three? I mean, I think you could you could make a Giannis case for top three. I'd say you make a Harden case for top. Three. Yeah, like you can make. A, there's cases to be made. I'd say they're. Like, I'd say definitively top six players. Two. Yeah. Two of the top six. Mm-hmm. With that three um, spot being in contention, 
with the other four players. Yeah, especially at their peak. Uh, obviously, Kawhi was just the best player in the team that won the title. Um, that list of players is not very long. And then LeBron's LeBron. Um, the only thing that can really hamper them, especially, is the injuries, I think. Uh, LeBron is not typically someone to get injured, but what is he, like 35 now? And if they don't 34? sign enough role, good role players... It's gonna oh, an injury could just yeah. torpedo their season, or mm-hmm. their, especially in the postseason. Um, well, they could fall, I mean, they could fall out of the playoffs to the point, or fall out of the playoff attention to the point where a LeBron comeback doesn't do anything for him. Like, yeah. If, if well, this an is AD they, or LeBron injury happens, then and it lasts such a long time. Like even if it's a minor injury, but yeah. it lasts. A well, I weeks. mean, yeah. Last time LeBron's injury lasts like twenty games, but the the you saw who they had: Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma. All them. They, they couldn't. They couldn't just. Nosedive, and it was unrecoverable. In combination with bad management and coaching. Uh, they're one of the worst run organizations in the league. They just happen to have LeBron fall in their lap. Uh, the, the, and he is the best at running organizations. You no, know, and he's not the. He's not the. Who's a better GM? Do you think uh, Michael Honestly, Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> we'll get to Michael in a little bit. I mean, but like, being good at basketball doesn't necessarily make you good at building it, a building it, a good roster that can everything. win championships. Coaching. Is, Basketball players aren't really, yeah. I mean, you know, great. Being <laughs> great at basketball or great at coaching basketball doesn't necessarily make you a good analyzer of talent. It's, or how about this? Being an eight, being a player's agent like Rob Plinka. Oh well, this is Kobe's agent. Yeah, he must know a lot about basketball. It's like no, he literally just knows how to uh, get Kobe Bryant the best possible contract and to set him up with potential clients and like shoe contracts. Like there's none of his job with Kobe Bryant that really required analyzing. I think young players playing basketball, and that's exactly the role the Lakers gave. It makes no sense. But He's I, been an idiot. I think it's the it's a, a reversal. It's like being the skills that require require to be a good GM like can translate to being an agent. They but can, the, but they're the not skills that require to be an agent don't really translate to being a GM. Yeah, I mean, um, there's the, oh, there's obviously there's obviously cases of where this has been successful. Like agents have become good uh, executives, but it's it's not it's far from a uh, foolproof transition. And the same thing with being a player. Like, yeah, a lot of coaches and GMs are former players, but a lot of former players aren't. <laughs> but playing definitely uh, improves your ability to analyze basketball, but it doesn't make it to the point where you're just so much better than your peers. Either way, uh, but if they get Kawhi and they have LeBron, Kawhi, AD, they could, whatever, I don't care about their injuries because I, I odds are they're going to have at least one of those dudes healthy or two. And as long as they have a couple of them healthy for most of the season, they'll be fine. Because we, I mean, those are two of the best seven, eight, ten players in the NBA. No, nobody is, nobody else has that. Um, however, I don't really want Kawhi to go to the Lakers. I want to go somewhere else. I don't, I don't want a prohibitive favorite. Like, mm-hmm. I, come on, like, I know people have compared this to the Durant situation, which it's not. But I, it kind of feels like it, where it's like, okay, if he goes there, like, um, if they're healthy, they're winning the title. It's not even a discussion, really. Yeah. Who's I mean, beating? I mean, if uh, AD, Kawhi, LeBron, whatever, all, for all the. Uh, headaches of their the periphery of the roster, and it's like, oh, they're gonna start Zach Norvell. It doesn't even matter because they have three of the best ten players, and then Kuzma's okay, and Jared Dudley have got yeah, whatever. The rest of the roster doesn't really matter. But I, I I would be more of a fan of this move if like KD and Clay were healthy and it stayed with Golden State because I think Kawhi, LeBron, Anthony Davis, or Curry, Clay, Durant would be a legendary mm-hmm. playoff series. But we're not gonna get it. Uh, so okay, Goss Kawhi is he going to the Lakers? Mm, no, no, no. I'm gonna stick with my previous prediction of him staying at the Raptors. Brothers. My prediction doesn't look too good. I said Clippers, <clears throat> but 
I don't, who knows? He could go to the Clippers. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't shock me. I like my prediction. I said I said Raptors first. You said Raptors first. first. Lakers second. Clippers third. No, I'm, yeah. sti- I'm sticking with that. I still think Toronto has the best. best I would have said. I mean, he's Lakers meeting with third. them today. We saw the footage of him in the helicopter. So that would that would seem to suggest the decision is coming. Woj said at some point today, later today or tomorrow. Oh, did he? Okay, so when you listen to this, you'll probably know where he's going. We're assuming he's going to the Lakers. That could be total horseshit. I have no idea. Uh, I don't even think the Clippers are. No, I don't. He's just it's, it's, it's Kawhi. You, you, you can't rule anything <laughs> out. It's not like Durant, where we knew the decision like four hours before he announced. Like we're not going to know until he until he wants he people to something. know because uh, he just doesn't fucking talk. Uh, okay, so we can move on. So okay, we've con- we've separated into like three little uh, bases of conversation here. We got we're gonna talk about some teams that have become contenders or already were or changed the roster, whatever. Teams that have a theoretical chance to win the title, the most likely people. Then we got the next tier that we found like interesting. Um, teams that made moves, maybe could win a title, a real outside shot, but really just kind of bolstered the roster, made uh, intriguing moves. And then we've got three teams uh, listed here as dumpster fires. Uh, you might be able to guess who they are, but we'll save those you can for at least a guess one of them <laughs> a little bit later. There's a there's a dumpster fire above them all. Like, yeah, the one franchise just. I'd say there's two that are really like, really Bad. trying to impress me with how fucking stupid they are. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so Lakers obviously a contender, the favorite. I don't. Unless, God, I can't really. I'm not even gonna try to predict who wins the title or if the Lakers could. With Kawhi, I would say it's like. I, it would be hard for them not to, but uh, I'd say like the team that probably improved themselves the most um, in the Eastern Conference, and probably I get if barring Toronto uh, retaining Kawhi is probably the favorite right now. The Philadelphia 76ers. Hmm. That's, uh, that's a tough one, just because I don't think they're improved. You don't think they're improved? No. Okay, well, first of all, uh, okay, so they lose Butler. Um, he's probably a little chemistry issue. Can we safely say that? Can we sure. assume it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to be at the Chicago situation. We had the calculated massacre on the, the Timberwolves young guys. Yeah. He was probably just like, you know, it's, it's like freezing cold. It's negative 25 here in Minnesota. He's like, uh, I hate Andrew Wiggins. He's not engaged. And he's like, Carl Towns is frustrating. It's like, oh, wait, 22. It's Exactly what you're gonna get, uh, but no, he and then probably look. Oh, uh, do we think Ben Simmons refusing to shoot a jump shot and trying to still be the point guard uh, and take possessions away from Butler upset him? Yeah, I think it did. And then Embiid refusing to get in shape and not really consistent in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that probably pissed him off too. And then Brett Brown. I mean, fans <laughs> fans comment on how bad of a coach he is, and you can imagine Butler's thoughts on the whole thing. Um, but no, I actually think they improved. To be quite honest with you. So, okay, look. They lose Butler, who's 31. I don't think I would have signed him to Max deal because, I mean, then you're stuck with him who's 36 and you're paying him $40 million a year. Uh, but they, okay, so they sign and trade him and get, they get back uh, Josh Richardson. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, yes. yeah, that's it. Josh, they get Josh Richardson, which, I mean, honestly, I think he's a, if you're going to, I think a lot of the problem was sharing the basketball. They had Tobias Harris and Butler and Simmons and all of them want the ball, whatever else. Uh, but no, instead they got Richardson now, who's like, but like Butler's a guy who needs the ball in his hands, but I think Richardson is more on the side of Harris where he's like, I'll just shoot threes and play defense. Yeah. But, uh, and then of course they signed, 
Al Horford to a four-year, $97 million deal. And if they win the title, he gets an extra $12 million. I'd say that's not... It's a good deal for Horford, but yeah. he's going to be 37. They're going to pay him $28 million. For how many years? Four years? Or four years. Or it'd be 20, yeah, $24 million or so, depending on if he gets the bonus. Yeah. Honestly, like that's like I love Horford, and I think he's awesome, but... No, he's going to decline really fast. <sighs> yeah. Although, they, I think they he's... They also gave up. They also lost... Other than Butler, they lost McConnell, who's like their kind of backup point mm-hmm. guard, I guess. Yeah, now they're JJ Redick. Mm-hmm. They lost Covington like last year, like during trading and Sarge. Well, yeah, they're a really so, shallow like, team. They have no shooting and no uh, bench really. Their shooting's gonna come. They're gonna need shooting from Harris, their best Richardson, and Horford's not bad. He's three a good are player. two are centers or forwards and center, uh-huh. and the One other one's shoot. Josh Richardson, who really isn't that great of a shooter. No, John Richardson's like he's no, he's a good he's a good shooter. I think he's I actually really like the addition of Richardson because he's young. You and know, they're really going to have the same issue they had last year. It's the paint is going to get clogged up because not mm-hmm. as many people can shoot. And your your That's point true. guard is a guy that needs to get Although, in the lane. They can space the floor with Horford. I don't. A lot of dudes' jump shot starts falling apart when they get into their mid thirties. I I don't think Horford's well necessarily. Uh, he is 33, but he seems like a reliable. He's a he's a reliable jump shooter. I think he's actually. People complain that they're like, oh, two centers. Well, I mean, Horford's like more of a power forward, or that's the type of role he plays on offense. And defensively, he's just a stalwart. He's one of the most. He's one of the best front court defenders in the NBA, and he can definitely guard the power forwards. Uh, and but like you you would think the the. Uh, Theoretically, their chemistry will be better, but they don't have nearly as much time. And chemistry is super important. I, they don't have as much talent, but I like the way their roster fits. I, I, a lot of this obviously depends on one. I don't like that they don't have any bench guys, reliable bench yeah, guys. Yeah, a lot. Them. A lot of their success is going to depend on Embiid's health and Simmons' development. And Richardson, I think, is a big one. I yeah, I, I think you know I know what you're going to get going to be Tobias though. Harris. You know what you're going to get from Benson. That's true, but I, Richardson uh, over the past couple years, like I, like, yeah, I, I haven't know watched what, him a ton, I'm but get, I'm going to get from Josh Richardson. What you're going to get from Josh Richardson is get, like, good three point shooting. Decent three point shooting, but I don't. Yeah, he's not going to score twenty a game. No, I'm saying eighteen. But if if you can get that, like, I don't even think he's going to get contender. there. But I don't think he's going to get that. They might have. Horford has to be playing like he did for the Celtics, mm-hmm. which was very well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Horford a lot. He's not going to be a dude that's like showing up huge in like the box score, but he's just a really smart veteran player that makes winning winning plays, especially in the postseason. The problem with him is that he's is the age that we've mentioned. I mean, he's already in his mid thirties. You're paying him a lot. I don't know. That there's a way in which that contract becomes like just a train wreck in the last two seasons when he's 36 and 37 years old. Uh, but a lot of what Horford does, just playing smart, good, disciplined basketball, is a lot of the things that uh, <laughs> Joel Embiid struggles with. Um, but like, and also like now they finally have a center they can play when they they don't have to play Embiid so many minutes or so many games. Like last year they were trying to play him in every game so he could be an MVP candidate, and that was ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? This guy has missed, what, two, did he miss two and a half seasons with his foot injury or whatever he had coming out of college? He missed his yes. whole first year. I think he missed a, his, it was a lay, it was, it was ACL. Yeah, and then he had a foot injury. He has all kinds of issues. Hey, playing like 62 games, yeah. let Horford play 60, and guess what? Kind of just alternate when you ta- have those guys take off because guess what? You can live without Embiid if you have Horford there and vice versa. Uh, but no, no, you know who they're gonna give? They're gonna give some minutes to Zaire Smith and Matisse Thybul. I don't mind that, I guess. 
I mean, but some I great know, shooting. I mean, <laughs> guys that haven't really like proven established them. themselves, proven themselves. I yeah. like. I really like. Um, I really like them both too. But I did, like I said, like you I love, don't know what you're gonna get. I love Thibel. Uh, I think the jump shot will end up translating. He seems just like a really hard worker, and like he shot like forty percent a couple years ago from three. For some reason, the three point shooting declined, but uh, it's college. The sample size isn't overwhelming, so uh, I'm hoping he can resurrect his percentages. Uh, with him and uh, Smith, I feel like those are the only two dudes that can actually guard like someone like Kemba Walker, or Damian Lillard, or Kyrie Irving, which are people that they're gonna see in playoffs. Maybe not Damian Lillard, but like Kemba and Kyrie, smaller guards that are really fast. Uh, I think they're gonna struggle guarding him because Simmons can't <laughs> keep up with them. Richardson's uh, gonna have to be the primary. Yeah, they're gonna have to have Richardson. It's like he's a bigger dude too. He's not as fast as a lot of these point guards. No. So I think ideally, I know Thibel can guard him. Like I, I Thibel may suck as an offensive player and just Zaire be a Smith complete will, fire because he's so athletic. He's got to have some defense. Well, yeah, potential. he was arguably the most athletic dude in that 2018 draft. Uh, then he injured most of last season. Didn't really get a chance to like what a real run yeah. of playing time until like the last couple games of the regular season. Maybe James. So we'll see. But. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd say Zaire Smith. Oh, yeah. I just 6'4", dude, that could just fucking Doodle. jump five feet in the air. Uh, so, yeah, no. Do we do we think the Sixers, as it stands, are the best team in the East, though? No. Without... I would say the Bucks. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I left the Bucks off the list by accident, but... So, the Bucks lose Brogdon, though. We'll talk about him later, because we'll get yeah. to the Pacers. But they bring back Middleton on a, ma- on a max con... What, what are you doing? He's 27. Yeah. He's like okay. Do you really pay a? a do you really pay someone like him take max anything money? less? So like they were like, mm-hmm. we either get rid of Milton and or get rid of Brogdon. So that was kind of like their two options. I did, but I know they had to keep Middleton because Giannis and him are really good friends, and they're like Giannis's contract's up in 2021. We we can't lose him. No. So re-signing Middleton's part of that, but ideally, like but now just, they have no money to pay anybody else. Yeah, that they're gonna need. It's like who are we who are we giving our money to now? Uh, George Hill, Bledsoe. The Bledsoe extension is going to end up being a very poor decision if he doesn't figure out a way to be effective next to Giannis like in the shooting. playoffs. He's going to have to be able to well, yeah, catch like, and shoot. I would say shooting the basketball as a point guard is going to be pretty important. Uh, but no, the, uh, well, you know who they did bring back though. I mean, Brooke Lopez. They got both Lopez Ro- brothers. Lopez brothers. Uh, I don't know what really Robin Lopez played next to Giannis. He's <laughs> just some worse Brooke Lopez. Can't shoot really, but can't shoot. I mean, he's okay, he's, but he's I just more don't think effective around the rim, though. Oh yeah, I, I just don't think he's going to be too effective in the Bucks system. I'd rather him go to like the Celtics or I don't know, maybe the Kings, something like that. I have no idea. I think Robin Lopez can still be effective, but on a, on a good team, effective. on a good team. But I mean, why put him behind his brother? Chemistry? I don't know. Maybe just they can have go another guy. I maybe guess. they can have some mega lineups with like Giannis Lopez and Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Giannis Middleton, Lopez. who's like a tall and then Middleton and <laughs> George Hill. Why not? George Hill or Bledsoe. or throw like Sterling Brown out there, Pat Connaughton as your point guard, yeah, or as your go. point guard in technicality, like Giannis. With Giannis, Giannis yeah, yeah, just supersize it. <laughs> I, I'm ready for like the tallest, to, yeah, the tallest combination of ten players on a basketball court when them and Philadelphia go at it. Get Bobo, yeah, somewhere. It's like, oh, our point guards are six eleven and six <laughs> ten. <6'10." laughs> Put Ben Simmons and we got uh, two Giannis seven footers together. down low. Yeah, <laughs> each Joel. team. Yeah. Uh, God, I love it. Um, okay, so you think the uh, you're taking Bucks right now in the East? Yeah, right they now. do. I'd say they have the best player, Giannis. 
And then depending on whatever happens with Kawhi, obviously if he comes back to the Raptors, they're number one in my opinion. The dog is going off upstairs, and I don't know why. Uh, okay, fine. now it's now it's going. Uh, okay, wait, repeat that. I said the Raptors. If oh, well, yeah, Kawhi yeah. comes back, the Raptors are probably the favorites overall. If Kawhi comes back, although in Vegas the, the the people will bet on the Lakers more, which would be just asinine. Oh yeah, but um, well it's because they have LeBron, and then now well, they LeBron have like another it's superstar. Like, yeah. yeah. They'd be like, oh, they're better than Raptors. It's like, are you serious? No, honestly, Watch the LeBron finals. is the safe bet. But LeBron's a safe bet to get to the finals. It's safer bet Kawhi than a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, I guess so, but not. I wouldn't say a safer bet than Toronto with Kawhi. But either way. Uh, okay, so we've gone through Bucks, uh, Lakers, Sixers. Uh, okay, so I want to get to this. Another team in the East. The team that probably had, what, the biggest. The, the most positive afternoon on, uh, when was it, G- Sunday, June 29th, or 30th. Uh, Kyrie, KD, both go to the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love the chemistry. Just kidding. It's awful. Yeah, you know, I mean, Kyrie's just so shown to be such a... They're kind of two ball-dominant <laughs> players. Oh, well, I'm not even going to get to when they're playing together. Oh, I, well, well, that's far I, down I, the road. But. Yeah, that is far down the road because I, I think there's some shit with the KD injury. Okay, so we had we had Iguodala on that radio show the other day. He came out and he was like, "Yeah, they were telling me on our radio." He was, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, bring him on the pod. Uh, he came, he came on and he was like, "Uh, like, yeah, they were." He's like, "Yeah, I had a." They were telling me they were telling the media I had a bone bruise. He was like, "I had a fractured leg." It was like last year or something like that. He's like, I had a strain, not a bone bruise. He's like, they were just completely misdiagnosing it. And then a few days later, of course, they cut the core with Udall and send him to Memphis. Like, hey, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna talk shit about us, alright? We're gonna have fun in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, and then, okay, so then that whole situation. And obviously, with the KD, there's rumors swirling everywhere. It's a delicate situation because I'm not. He hasn't really come out and said anything when there was any foul play, but. I mean, oh, it's so suspicious. It's really suspicious. If they did that shit with Iguodala, and then when he, everybody thought it was an Achilles injury when it happened against Houston. Well, the game he hap- that it happened in, didn't they first come out and say that he wasn't gonna play, and then they're like, oh wait, he's gonna play. I don't even. Well, but just like even when he got it, when he got the injury, everybody's, everybody's like, that looks like an Achilles. We've seen that before. It doesn't non-contact play this and that, and then like they would show like clips in the in the locker room of him like during the other games when he was sitting out, he'd have like ice packs down on his lower leg. I didn't notice this, of course, because like why would I be looking for this? But like I saw on Twitter, people like that's where his Achilles is. If he had a calf strain, the ice pack would be higher up. Yeah, and it's like everything points towards an Achilles, except the the Warriors and the doctors telling us it's a it's calf a strain. it's a calf strain. And then wait, he's missing how many like a month for a calf strain? Calf strain? Dude, like, I've had, when I ran in high school, I would have a calf strain sometimes. You know, it's like a day, and then it's <laughs> and then it's usually fine. It's a calf tear. He tore something in there. That's what a strain means, basically, I'm saying in this situation. And then he comes back, they get, they, and they're like, no minutes restriction. I'm sure, I'm sure he was the one pushing to come back with the information that he was given, whether or not it was valid or not. That's a, exactly what we were talking about, a different story. Um, but he's pushing to come back. Like, you, Kurt, the coaching staff, the front off, you have control over how much you play him. I know you, you played him twelve out of fourteen minutes. Like you don't do that after he's missed a Wasn't month. It's a dangerous where, injury. Like, Kerr and KD never really talked, like discussed what they were going to do. We're okay with each other. 
Like they didn't have the best chemistry, I guess. Coach. Well, oh, I I think I think KD had because I think Kurt honestly loves Draymond, and Draymond yeah. and KD were always like kind of not they were molded fine. together. Draymond's the reason well. KD came. He was the lead recruiter, whatever else you want to call it. It's like we're talking about college basketball. Like, oh, his lead recruiter was Cody Payne. It's like that was what Draymond was for KD. Gotcha. Took a fucking pay cut, a giant pay cut to let KD come in. MVP dude. But then they have this little spat earlier this year at the Clippers game. And I think shit got serious because you, I mean, we only heard some of the quotes and it was like, Draymond was like, we know you're leaving in, in free agency. And he was like, we won without you and we'll do it again or something like that. Like, so shit along those lines, like, I bet it was even worse, like in private. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't seem like they ever recovered from that because things just seemed awkward this whole Golden State season. They didn't really seem to find a groove, especially in the regular season. And then the playoffs, obviously, it's just, KD's going off and everybody's like, oh, it's his team now. I mean, it just didn't seem like a fluid situation from a chemistry perspective. Yeah. And then all this shit goes down with the injury. Yeah, I, it seems like it seemed, I, I never really considered that KD would ever come back. I was curious how it would affect players like Clay and Steph. Because, like, remember they were visibly upset when, like, Kevin Durant got injured? I think they're boys. I know. Steph, but Clay, like, and KD like, are I wonder that, how that affects Steph, Steph and Clay's, like, opinion of the Warriors organization in general. Hmm. I, because they may have known I that think they're not too early. I, I, I see, like, we don't actually know what happened. We don't know. But depending on how the fa- if there's any, like, foul play and, like, misdiagnosing, even if it wasn't intentional, yeah, KD should be pissed, and maybe Steph and Clay are too, but, like, the that's their team, man. Yeah. Like, the Warriors are going to take care of those two until they're dead. Oh, I know they are. Like, that, that's, Steph is their child. I think that's part of what KD realized after winning two finals MVPs in a row, being the best player in the league uh, by in some people's eyes, and defeating LeBron twice. He was like, right, I'm the guy. I'm the best player. And yet, even in his own hometown and his own team, people were like, yeah, Steph's our guy. Well, I think that's, I was, that's how I kind of like subconsciously thought about it. Like they, well, uh, yeah. The GM came out and said, um, you know, no, no one will ever wear the number thirty-five again for the Warriors. I think that was like a okay. We're gonna try to well, do his best. Like, don't also, sue us, please. But also, I'm like, I'm like, that's kind of weird. I don't really. When I think of KD, I don't think of, of the Warriors. Like, I'll never really think of the Warriors. But yeah. then I think about it. Back-to-back Finals MVP. You oh, have, he definitely should have, have jersey retired. But then, yeah, that's when I realized. I'm like, well, yeah, anyone <laughs> else would have this jersey retired. Like you, mm-hmm. like he just didn't have a long career. He injured his he, like, he injured his Achilles to try to give you all a third title. Yeah, that dude should be in the rafters, and his number should be retired. But again, like I think of yes. Steph when I think of mm-hmm. the past five yeah, years. I don't, I don't think of I don't think of Kevin Durant. I think it's perfectly fine for Durant to be considered the best player on the team over these past three years, which I think he was, especially in the postseason. But we still, it's still Steph's team. That's like, how, it doesn't. That's it doesn't I'm always going to think of it. It doesn't that's have to be the best player's it. team. Yeah, true. I think that's kind of what Miami struggled with in like 2011 when they uh, ended up losing. Like they were, it was like okay, LeBron's probably the best player, but we're still treating Wade like he's a co number one option. Yeah, and it wasn't until the next season when they just unleashed LeBron and Wade was like, all right, I'll take a back seat, like a Kevin Love type or Kyrie Irving type thing, until they won the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was always some there just weird chemistry situation with KD because he's guess what he's kind of in a weird moody type of dude. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad dude. Like he seems like a really thoughtful, smart yeah. uh, guy who loves basketball. But he's just seemed like he's not maybe the easiest person to deal with, yeah, especially in a locker room where Draymond is there. <laughs> There's probably always going to be issues. But um, I don't think uh, he has a very good trust of organizations. I think he always mm-hmm. 
he always had spats with Russell Westbrook, and the the of course the or- shocking the organization's <laughs> always defended him, and I'm sure he uh-huh. had, I mean he, sta- he had spats with uh, Draymond, and I'm sure the yeah. the organization defended him. Mm-hmm. I think he just uh, he has a distrust he, for for NBA organization or teams in general management, and, and I think he's put himself in that situation a little bit because of the way he backstabbed Oklahoma City more or less. I know the situation was better. And the Warriors, and I'm sure it was a lot. I'm sure it was a shit ton of fun to play with Clay and all them. But like just doing that, and I think he was kind of surprised that his perception after even winning those finals was like, yeah, you still ditched them and joined the champs. And he was like, are you like? He took the easy way. He was out. probably confused. He's like, I just like I defeated LeBron, but no, like I think that type of viewpoint is completely warranted. Although I'm not necessarily sure I agree with it. A hundred percent. Yeah, he ditched OKC and he joined the champs. Like he was still amazing. It's a whole. Uh, intriguing debate and uh, definitely a cause for controversy. But uh, I just I, Durant was probably just confused by the backlash he took on social media when he thought it would just be a, uh, unwavering support like Steph and Clay got the first time they won. Uh, either way, weird situation. But he's on to the Nets now. Um, they've got Kyrie and Katie. Does this team ever win a title? No. Kyrie and Katie don't win a title. All right. Yes, possibly. They got very possible. They signed both the five-year max deals. So they got so five got years, potentially four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, four years. Uh, they're not. They're going to make the playoffs this year. The but NBA will shape up in the next four. Oh years. yeah, I mean, just imagine telling people like, oh, yeah, we're going to have KD's going to be on the Nets next year. Like, imagine someone telling you all, everything that's happened this past yeah. year a year ago. Yeah. Just like just the amount of players that have changed teams, it's like oh, hey, Jimmy Butler. Well, even if you said the has Raptors two win teams, the yeah, the Raptors won the championship. That's the. You'd be like, what? Because this time last year, Kawhi hadn't even been traded to Toronto. Just DeMar DeRozan and Kyle. Lowry. Yeah, <laughs> even crazier. You know, it's Valanciunas. Yeah, it's like the Warriors don't win the title; they lose to the Raptors in the finals. <laughs> like yeah, does, DeMar, this does DeMar DeRozan no, no, learn how to shoot threes? I think it's like 45% of the year. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan is, it's like, yeah, it is all the Warriors players. It's like, year. remember how you thought like Kyrie and Hayward and that whole Celtics team is going to be incredible? Oh yeah, well they ended up being a complete chemistry nightmare and everybody in well, Boston hates Irving. We, knew that they would be <laughs> we think we know nightmare. everything, but we it's completely unpredictable as per usual. Um, so no, you, I can you don't think the Nets win. I, I tend to not believe the Nets win just by like, there's just a lot of good teams and I'm not even sure what version of KD we're going to get. I'm sure he'll still be at at least all-star level, but I'm not sure if he's going to, he's probably not going to come back as the best guy in the league. Like he was when he left uh, the Houston game. Wow, it's kind of hard to be at the best guy in the league right now though. Cause you could make an argument for a lot of guys. For yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's ass that KD's like this phase of his career is over. Like you, you probably are never going to get to see best player in the world Kevin Durant ever again. Like Sucks. Peak, peak like, Kevin Durant. like no, we're not seeing peak Kevin Durant again. It's it's gone. Like your your last chance was probably in the Clippers and Rocket series. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of pissed. I, I I spent it hating him, but hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then Kyrie with the with the young guys. That'll be an interesting situation to monitor. The other only thing they did, uh, they gave uh, DeAndre Jordan forty million. More again, one of, like if you did they watch DeAndre Jordan last year? That dude was a corpse. If you're making an All NBA <laughs> overpaid team, he's he's starting at center. I, I mean, oh, Bismack Biombo. Mm, DeAndre, he's in an expiring year. Gorgie oh Jane. god, we have some real potential <laughs> for bad contracts in this. This is oh, yeah. this isn't 2016 where Mozgov and Biombo, <laughs> where the Lakers are like, who is certain to age out of the NBA really quickly? <laughs> Mozgov, let's pay that guy. Yeah. 
And then give up D'Angelo Russell to get him off our hands. All NBA overpaid first team at starting at small forward. Chandler, Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. He's a he's a center's younger. He's, he's MVP. The Hawks. Yeah. Oh, blockbuster trade right there in terms of salaries. Solomon Hill, Miles Plumley. How many minutes does he get a game? Parsons. Yeah. I bet they buy him out. So yeah. He's an expiring. Uh, hmm. He's an expiring. Yeah, they probably they'll probably buy him out and use the roster spot for someone else. Maybe Reed Travis. He's on a summer league team. <laughs> I'd rather have Reed Travis and Chandler Parsons at this point. Hell, yeah. more upside. Not paying as much. <laughs> oh, 15 years ago, the Knicks would have looked at Reed Travis and like, oh yeah, next to Zach Randolph, Eddie Curry. Oh yeah, Reed Travis, perfect fit. Zach. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not even yeah, kidding. Right. <laughs> longer ago, next to Patrick Ewing. Yeah, yeah. We go ahead and talk about the Knicks. We'll okay, about the Knicks. Sorry. Okay, this is. <laughs> Anybody want to lead off? Because I've. I, I, my blood's beginning to boil. I'm, I'm going to go off here. Well, I think the, the Knicks. There's the about meme. What happens, the happens, memes are hilarious. The memes are great. The SpongeBob one where he's looking at his three friends on his finger, and it's <laughs> it's Zion, KD, and Kyrie, and he's yeah. like, "The gang's all here." Yeah, <laughs> no, crying. we saw those. We saw those graphics from like Bleacher Report back in like February. It was like, "What if yeah, Zion?" Yeah. It's like, "Oh yeah, you got none of them." <laughs> the stupidest thing was uh, this was always going to be. Go wrong because they thought when the draft lottery happened, they had a fourteen percent chance of winning the lottery, per the ping pong balls. Uh, but they believe they have like a ninety five percent chance. Of <laughs> we have the best chance. We have the best chance. Like it's fourteen percent. You know, they're like, if you play a- Russian roulette, there's a better <laughs> chance you die than you get <laughs> the first pick. And you get the first pick. They, they didn't understand that. They didn't understand the math. Hey, we're gonna be really good next year. It's like you have the least amount of wins. I don't care who you get. Your core still stinks. You need decent players around your stars. And then, okay, the KD situation. You have, for the whole year, Jim Dolan, you have everybody saying, oh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, or Kyrie Irving, they're coming to New York. Kyrie's home. Kevin, Kevin, to, Kevin. go to New York. Kevin wants to go to the to Mecca. Um, he wants to go to, oh, he wants to play in the garden. The, God, the garden. The garden. <laughs> they all want to play in the garden. Basketball, great tradition. Really not really. Big not market. Really. Big they, market. They hyped themselves up. They're like, all we just, all we need is the cap space. All Let's we just need, get the cap space. You know what? You did that a couple years ago. <laughs> and you ended up with Mello and <coughs> a fucking Amari Stoudemire who was good Joe for twenty games. Joe Kim Noah, Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway. <laughs> what? And okay, and then we okay. Let's, we have one good player. What else one we have one good player. His name's Chris Tops. He's like gonna be really good. He's seven foot three and has like a. Incredible three-point shot. Cap space. <laughs> We're going to ditch him. Not even get anything in return, really. Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, oh, DeAndre Jordan's dead body, who I think was sent there as a spy since he's KD's friend. <laughs> Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then DeAndre Jordan was like, this, this place is a fucking mess. Get out of here. Um, I'm, but okay. de- I'm definitely buying a Knicks cap space jersey. The, <laughs> the 70s. Back. Yeah. It has 70, like $80 million. $72 million. So yeah, they get all the... They get all the um, Cap space, and it's coming to the summer. Until June, everybody's like, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. At worst, we're getting, like, Kimba and Tobias Harris. They were, like, fearing that they would end up with Kimba maybe, and Tobias maybe Harris. Maybe DeMarcus Cousins. Maybe DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. So they did it. They finally were going to have these dudes. It looked like it was going to happen. Dolan was going to pull off something actually good. It's like, yeah, and it's impossible to get good players for the Knicks over the last 20 years. But it's like when uh, in football games, like in a college game, when the team's down by four with, like, two seconds left, and they're on their own 20, like, we had to do a bunch of laterals. And it's like, they do all the laterals, and they get the five-yard line, and then trip over their own feet and fumble it through the back of the end zone. That's what this is! 
You had KD and Kyrie. All you had to do was not fuck it up. You didn't extend KD the max. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Injury concerns well, for KD. <laughs> injury concerns? You just signed Bobby Portis <laughs> and Tosh Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyrie's like, oh, yeah, that place is a mess. It's like, oh, my God, you had them in the bag. And then I don't know what you did. It seems like you were arrogant once again, Jim Dolan. And that cost you... Two All-NBA players and the chance at a title over the next four years. Have fun with Julius Randle. We love him. Guess what? He's not winning you a fucking championship. Oh, my Most God. Most proven player on the team. Julius Randle. Have fun with R.J. Barrett's 22 missed shots a game. <laughs> Have fun with Kevin Knox and his no consistency. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. They got Randall though. Taj Gibson. Hey, they got a steal in Mitchell Robinson and at the Mitchell Robinson is actually a steal. He's actually really good, but I really like him. <laughs> I mean, he should be a steal as a backup center, not your. <laughs> like really, that's where you're gonna sum it. Oh, well, Lonzo Trier and Mitchell Robinson does. <laughs> There's steals, steals in the steals second round of the, of the 2018 draft. It's like, and hey, get, since they didn't, since they didn't get any of their guys, instead of like, okay, we're gonna keep our cap space in case someone wants to dump expiring contracts on us or something like that and give us first round picks, or we want to build our young core up. It's like, no, 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 we're just gonna like let's give Reggie Bullock or a bunch of uh, like 10 million dollars. Shit ton of money. Um, you know, let's pay, yeah, Randall, Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson. Who else did they give money to the other day? Someone stupid. There's a bunch of ridiculous moves. Actually, you know what? We can pull it up. Uh, where are they? How's it going? New York Knicks. Uh, Wayne Ellington. Yeah, like, Alfred Payton. Like, Alfred Payton, Wayne Ellington. Like, why are you, just, if you're gonna punt on this season again, and now you see reports, oh, we're retooling for 2021. We're going after Giannis! No way! Giannis, from, from Greece! You're gonna sell him on, oh, well, this is the mecca of basketball. It's like, you all fucking suck since I've been here! He's the worst owner in the NBA! Oh my god, I have to... Pay extra income tax to be in New York around more people. The last when time when I suck at speaking English. <laughs> the last like, time what? you all were good, I didn't know a word of English. <laughs> I wasn't born the last time you all were actually decent. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like the last time you all won a title, my Bucks won a title. So why don't I just stay here? Oh my god! Like pay, giving Chris Middleton the max would be the best deal the Knicks made over the past decade. And it's a stupid move. For the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This is absurd. All right. That's enough of my... We'll get, we got two more rants coming. Not as not as uh, animated, but they're on their way. Oh, those are good. I like this. You got a lot of teams there. You gotta... Let's go. Let's, let's do some rapid fire of some teams who really, you know, signed some role players. Jazz. Jazz. Oh, no. Jazz. Okay. Jazz had really... It's become like... Everybody's like, hot take. Jazz would be good. It's like, no, it's not a hot take. They got an all-star point guard. Bogdanovich, who was the best player... Once Oladipo went down, was really good, and yeah, they added those two to Mitchell. Gobert. They got rid of Favors and his uh, awful contract. I mean, and he's not really a player that he's not a power forward in this NBA. He can't no. protect the rim. He can't shoot. He's threes. a center so in the old NBA. Yeah, he's a power forward in the old NBA. Yeah, it's like I can score on the post a little bit, yeah. like fifty percent. Rebound every now and then. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm the, really? your Jazz. Talk, talk your Jazz up. This is their chance. They're they're opening their well, window. Joe Ingles should not be starting for a playoff team anywhere. And now he's, he's not bad the, if he's your. He's fifth, coming off the bench. If he's your but, fifth best starter, that's not terrible. Anyway, the only player that I was upset about losing was Jay Crowder, but that was part of the Michael Conley trade, so you had to do Jay, it. And so you had to do it. I mean, you're replacing with Jeff Green, Ed Davis. You know, I love Ed Davis was really good for Brooklyn. Actually, guy, I really uh, like that addition. Emmanuel Mudiay, mm-hmm. good backup point guard. Good scoring point guard. I'm interested to see if he can be like a Fred Van Vliet type who comes in and like makes threes off the bench. You know, and I don't think they're score. done. They might not be done. They got a lot of options. 
Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned Danny Green. I, I heard Possibly. Danny Green might be going there, and I heard Moutier. I, I don't, I, I've never gotten confirmation on either, either of those, but it looks like Moutier is probably going there. I don't think that Danny Green's going there. That wouldn't make sense. He can have a much bigger role. He'd be a role. backup, yeah. Yeah, he can have a bigger role somewhere else and maybe get more money. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I mean... Jeff Green is a great sign. He's been... For <laughs> the amount of money they gave him? Well, yeah, a two, like two and a half million. million. He can make some threes. He had that game in the Eastern Conference Finals two yeah. years ago. He's just a good role player for two point five million. That doesn't happen that very much. And he's a power forward. Like he can, like he's struggled with mental inconsistencies on the court, famously. But he's still someone that can be valuable from time to time. And for two point five million, why not? You need some front court. They're a little younger. Like God, they were. Jeez, Joe Ingles is. I can't stand. (laughs) Well, I like. I like him as. What? Like a, I like Joe Ingles. I think I like he's a, good, he's a good like, rotation guy. The fact that he was our starter and he was like, your second scoring option. What do you? Th- I mean, in the playoffs, well, I know like, that's the that's like the that issue. was my problem with the Jazz. Like that, our second scoring option mm-hmm. was a slow, like non playmaking small forward. Yeah, it's it's that Joe doesn't Ingles. Really play like, defense. He, there shouldn't be a playoff team. I know that's not his fault, I guess yeah. theoretically, but and um, also Ricky Rubio. Like, come on. I'm glad they didn't give him back. Come. Bring him back. Uh huh. Well, no. The problem with like even with Donovan, like last year, people would be like, "Oh, he's he's inefficient." It's like, who else is going to take shots? Like, well, yeah, he's I want to see Donovan gets to play off ball and the role that I think he maybe not necessarily off ball, but like he gets to play off an all star, not an all star, famously not an all star, but you know he gets to play off a really good point guard now. Michael Conley, who have, apparently they've been like really good friends. Dude, he, like, Conley doesn't so like far. yeah. So he, they're going to be really good teammates. Conley is going to be fine being the second dude, especially in a scoring role. He's like, I just want to pass the ball, play defense. It's like, that's exactly what we want. That's exactly, that's exactly that's what Utah what wants. That's Donovan wants. And he can score pretty well. He's averaged like 20 a game. Yeah. Uh, so no, yeah. I'm not sure they... I don't the think... fact that he has... Okay, I can't tell you how much I watched the Jazz. Mm-hmm. And then Donovan would like bring in like three defenders, kick it out to a wide open... Three point like Royce O'Neal, yeah, and, like, Royce O'Neal, you clank a three. I'm like, oh my god, the corner like, threes are being clanked. Like, if, in you the make the, if you make that shot, <laughs> mm-hmm. Donovan's like he gets job is so much easier. Yeah, well, especially if like he doesn't have up. if he's got like Mike or no, like even Mike Conley can do that job and kick it out to Donovan. Yeah, like now you have two creators. Well, on a offense. lot of Donovan's offenses driving to the rim and yeah. either kicking. It but out now you got to respect. Um, but Conley and he can like yeah like those two well, can they, play off each other. He'd kick it out to Rubio and they'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit, there it is Rubio again. Rubio corner three, it's break. like oh once again that's off the side of the backboard. Yeah, classic Rubio. And now I know Boban can do that. Can make it the three. Conley can do that. Oh Bojan. Oh yeah, Bogdanovich is a great one. That's a great even, addition. Jeff Green. Jeff Green can make threes mm-hmm. better than some of the people I've named. Um, oh still yeah. got Joe Ingles coming off the bench. They got fine. a really solid rotation. They all, I I don't think they can win the title. This year, because no. like I love Donovan, but like he's still what he's twenty three or something like that. He, I don't think he's ready to be the leading scorer on a on a team that wins the title. I, I, he's got the potential to get there definitely, but I'm not sure he's reached that level yet. Uh, but it's a really exciting team with twenty two. Yeah, it's a really exciting kind of veteran team built around a young superstar, and I think they'll they'll be threatening in the playoffs for sure. Um. It'll be yeah, it'll be fun watching them. I'm excited. Really, really one of probably the, one of the more filled out rosters in the NBA. I think if the Rockets give away, like, right, let's CP3, just talk about the Rockets. They can have a like the Utah Jazz can mm-hmm. legitimately make the like West the finals. finals. They can make the. I think there's a world in which they make the finals. But they'd have to beat either for one of 
one or two of these three: the Nuggets, the Rockets, and the Warriors. And those are three tough, and, or the Trailblazers, or the Lakers. They could do that. Or the Lakers, <laughs> like, you know, like Kawhi. Like, awesome, yeah. Um, that's no oh, the West. They is, could do the it, West is I ridiculous. That's why it's they're better now. That's why it's absurd when people are like, oh, um, the they're like, oh, Pelicans are definitely making the playoffs. Science first year. I'm like, are you, like, like, yeah, I think they're have one of the brighter futures in the league. But I mean, come on, do we see who's in the West right now? Half well, the teams have a top ten guy. Yeah. Well then, uh, the right. Jazz like one win away from fifty wins last year. They had fifty wins the year before, right? No. Near that. No, they had forty two. Because they had a stretch where last Gobert year? was injured. I thought they, but they ended up like the four. No, last year. What okay. I'm saying, like the most previous year was they had oh. 49, and then the year before that, Donovan's rookie year, uh-huh. they had 42 because Gobert was injured for like 20 games. Are you sure they didn't have more than that? No, because the Nuggets missed the playoffs and they went like 48 and 36. Oh man, no. let me look it up. Okay, they missed because they went. They won like 40. All right, so the Jazz. Uh, shoot. Last year, they, yeah, they went they won fifty and thirty two this year. Last year, they went forty eight and thirty four. Okay, maybe I was wrong, but okay, so they won fifty games and they and they yeah they've been a, improved a lot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I'd say they de- they definitely improved a lot. Although I'm not sure that'll necessarily be reflected in their regular season win total, but I, it'll be it'll show in the playoffs. Damn, that's actually crazy that they won forty eight two years ago. Yeah, they they had that one stretch where they, what they won like seventeen they won, they straight won, or something like that. Something like or, no, that. No, that was Boston. No, they, 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 they had, had a long, long like winning that. streak, though. All right, so we'll transition. Gobert was injured too for a lot of that season, too. We'll transition to the Rockets. They're probably, they know no changes, really. Brought back Daniel House and Austin Rivers. Big-time deals, as I'm sure you know. Um, and I'm not even really being sarcastic. I'm, I'm like half sarcastic. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, good I'm like, role players? Yeah. Uh, the fact that they're able to remain good, despite, like, in the face of just a obnoxious cast of role players. Uh, but they're, they're not really being talked about. And it's because they didn't make, they weren't really involved in the free agency action, other than trying to convince the Sixers, like they were like verbal Kent and the usual suspects. Oh, like they were like, they were like, you need to trade Jimmy Butler, or you're gonna lose him. Sign and trade him. We'll give you Aaron Gordon and Capella, and they're like, and then the Sixers, Elton Brand was just like, wait, we don't actually need to do that. We can sign and trade and get with Miami and get better players. I don't know if they get a better. Players. I'd rather have uh, Josh Richardson than Capella or Gordon. Yeah. Probably just because he's younger, but yeah. yeah. I don't know that he's better than Gordon right Plus, now. we're not taking back a contract like Capella's when he's would only just be a backup center with Embiid. Oh, yeah. Well, Capella would not fit on that team at all. Exactly. That's why the signing trade was always absurd. Um, but no, I, I still like Houston's odds. I think they've got decent title chances, top five team in the league, because they got Harden. Well, they got the best scorer in the league. They need to figure out how to... How to Far Harden needs to figure out what he's going to do off the ball because he just pouts off the ball and sits with his hands on his knees. Now, I know he, I know he's like a historic usage guy and it's heavy ISO, but like, why don't you get some more movement within the offense? I know it's won you a bunch of games in the regular season and it's gotten you close against the Warriors. But I'm not sure. Does Harden really have the these? stamina to do another year of this? Like, it seems like it's wearing. Do everything by himself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Him and Paul. I mean, but I mean, the roster's not filled out. It's all their salaries in their top three guys, and Capella's a nothing in the playoffs, and Paul basically disappeared for a little bit. So I don't know what they're really stuck in a hole. But yet they're still kind of close to cracking through and uh, they reaching were very the finals. Close. Yeah, exactly. No, it's 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 tough. Uh, I think Brooks, they've, they're kind of like one of those teams. Like I don't know what they do from now on. I told. Do they talk- go do another year of this with like run it back the same team, run it back, or like just kind of start over with James Harden? 
I mean, the argument for them running it back, it's like the Warriors are out of the way. Um, it's like you yeah, also got a lot of Western Conference teams. Yeah, a lot of teams better, got better. They you're, can still beat them. Like, Paul's early. another year older. Um, we don't and know if, Hard, if Hard, is Harden really going to score thirty six game again. He might not need to, but like, still, is that going to be? Did he peak last year? Like, there's an argument to be made that we won't ever see that version of Harden again. Who's as good? I don't but, think he's going to score thirty six again, but I'll score um, thirty maybe. Yeah, I think I think they've got a move to make. I mean, to me, you got to find. I would have found a way to trade Chris Paul. There's obvious chemistry issues, and they keep acting like there's not, and they keep just pulling the curtain back over all the nastiness that's going on behind the scenes. Harden might actually, might also be like mentally drained. Like I think that's he, what I'm saying. I think yeah. two years ago, he thought, you know, Chris Paul was injured. We we were right there at beating the Warriors, yeah, yeah. Warriors, and making it to the finals mm-hmm. and winning the championship. I think you think he thought, you know, this is our year. This is the year, Chris. Like. Chris Paul yeah. is likely to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We're going to face him against the Warriors, mm-hmm. and we're going to beat him this time I mean, and they, make it to the finals yeah. and win. They played great down the stretch this year, they, and then they lost the Warriors again, and it's like, and even after the KD injury, it was like, they, they're, they're going to win, and they lost. Uh, I think, especially if they had brought back KD and it was like the same Warriors team, I, I don't they would just be like, a, they would just be a mental albatross. I don't even know how you get past that. Uh, but no, since I guess the Warriors are gone, maybe, but still, yeah. They're, I mean, last year they started off, uh, poorly this season. They're like eight and fourteen, twenty game or twenty two games in the year, and it's because of some of that exhaustion and like just they reached the precipice and got rejected. Yeah, uh, so might, yeah, he might just I don't know. They I, gotta I figure out a move. He to might make. just be like just exhausted. Of, oh yeah, like he thinks maybe it's never gonna happen, especially since the mm-hmm. Lakers are now loaded and yeah. there's so many other contenders in the West now that are mm-hmm. strengthening their their uh, shot for a playoff run. And he might just be like mm-hmm. that's not I mean, as not as yeah. you know like motivated mm-hmm. as he was last and year. And the vision is blurred now yeah. to like get to the finals. It's mm-hmm. like God, everybody's last year was so better. clear. It we was just like we yeah. just gotta we just gotta beat the Warriors in the mm-hmm. Western Conference Finals and we'll be all good. Yeah. And they got him in the semis and yeah, can do it. But I that's why I think they need another dude that can actually score or create his own shot. I know Paul kind of can, but I mean dude, the dude is unreliable now in terms of Means Being able old. to play, he's injured. I mean yeah. And they gave him that huge contract which is virtually untradeable. Forty million a year for Chris Paul. Or forty-two mil or thirty-eight million, however I much mean, it is where, this year. Where are they without him? I'm not even sure. He's like I'm not even sure they're that worse without him. Like, I, I mean, you can look back and they traded they're, they're they traded Beverly, Lou Williams, and Montrez Harrell. Those for yeah, those. Chris Paul. I think if you go back and if you know what we know those. now, if we're entering the hindsight matrix. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're gonna do that trade again. I think that Lou Williams is. Good and, idea. Well, yeah, I think they'd be better off now. Obviously, Williams, Beverly, and Harrell. They probably be easily, a, a, yeah. I mean, especially last year with Might the way those the guys, title. with the way those guys played last year for the especially Clippers, Lou yeah. Will. Lou Will played amazing. Lou Will was better round. than Chris Paul last oh, year in the playoffs. Yeah, easily. But that's, high, was that's awesome. all hindsight. He wasn't. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. Way. He was six man of the year candidate, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He was the go to score on a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's enough, Houston. We'll go to the Jazz. I mean, no, the Nuggets. We just did Jazz. Uh, Nuggets signed Murray to a max extension. Um. We love Murray. I think he's one of my favorite Kentucky players. I just love that team. I think the Nuggets are like the next. Is that too much money? But I think one hundred seventy million. Are like next up because they got so many young guys that are just oh, the, getting better every year. And, and Jamal got, Murray is the perfect. <laughs> is the perfect point guard for Jokic. Oh, I wrote about this in my in my piece about Murray. I was like, I was like, if you were to like build a perfect offensive complement to Jokic, it'd be Murray. Yeah. a guy who doesn't need the ball a lot can create his own shot, can run pick and roll with Jokic, or can like run off screens and shoot catch and shoot threes. 
Like he's a, the perfect player if he continues to. And he's always develop. he's always moving. He's always cutting cutting across screens. Yeah, he's active. When, when Jokic has the ball in the middle, it's mm-hmm. he's he's always active. I love the Nuggets are my favorite team to watch. Jokic is any awesome. guiding in playoff ball is a great player with mm-hmm. Jokic because he's yeah, but that's a great point guard because but, he, I mean, he can also drive the lane. Mm-hmm. He's really good at that. He's really good at finishing at oh, the yeah. rim. Yeah, he's more athletic and more like I guess technically fluid than people give him credit for. I think last year it was like who's better, Harris or Murray? Who'd you rather have? And then in the playoffs, Murray scored like twenty one a game, and well, some also, of those inefficiency had, issues went away. But he also was kind of inconsistent at yeah, yeah, at yeah. points. But I think he's getting better and better. And he's he's, he's twenty two. Yeah, he's uh, this is three year in the yeah three years in. He's still getting Michael Porter back. <laughs> I think I think they're another team that has a trade to make. They brought back Millsap for thirty million because it looked like they were going to strike out on the free agency market. Couldn't you think so smart? You could move him. Uh, who uh, Millsap? Or? Millsap. Maybe get him. Like I think Kevin Love and Brad Beal are the two dudes that might the superstars that might get traded this year. I think there's. I think Bradley Beal's been heavily rumored to the Heat, but I don't. I haven't heard. If I'm the Wizards, I'm not letting anybody talk. I just hope Kevin Love to the Jazz <laughs> somehow. But Kevin I don't know Love who trade for me. Kevin Love the be- best places for him are um, Nuggets and the Trailblazers. Maybe throw my Let's guy, my guy Anthony Simons. And- yeah, but yeah, Aaron Simmons is not that big Little, trade piece. Nasir Little, like a you couple, want another a guard at the Cavaliers? Like you want another young guard well, at I mean, the Cavaliers? Yeah, like, Simmons is going to be my Karis LeVert this year. I'm all in on him. Okay, this year you're you're about to say that early. Or not? I'm gonna I, I, Simmons is going to be a contender for my Karis LeVert. This guy's going to break out and be good. But I'm not sure Simon's is going to be able to do it this year, especially he's on the triplets. He's anyway, so young and really skinny. Oh, yeah, but he's... He uh, needs to, like, age He has a ton and, of like, potential. He can shoot the ball, really good passer. He's just, like, really quick and nifty. Like, and, yeah. He can move around really well, get past people. Uh, so, no, but for the Nuggets, maybe they need... I, I mean, Beal would be just the perfect addition. I, I, if they added Beal, I'd be like, oh, they're winning the title. Like, Murray Beal... <laughs> First, you'd say Gary Harris would be part of the trade piece. He'd have to be. Maybe. I, I, to like, get Beal, Michael, you'd have to give up like... MPJ and Bobo are definitely in that deal. MPJ for sure. Bobo, probably Gary Harris, probably Millsap for salary cap reasons. And the, maybe a first-round picker. Probably two or three first-round picks. But for Beal, like, I think Beal's the dude that could break out like Paul George did this year. If he's in the right, like, when he gets into a right situation. Because he's been with the terrible Wizards, the, with a horrible front office, and he's super talented. He's still, like, 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. I think that dude could break out and be, like, a second-team All-NBA person. Uh, but no, I like him. Nuggets, uh, I'm not I'm not sure they're really a title contender yet, just because of their youth and the fact that Murray is still not a, a certain second option. And, you know, their roster's just really young and not uh, totally stable yet. All right, so now we got the Celtics got Kemba Walker. Um, does that make them better than last year, worse than last year, in terms better. of like their ability to win the title? I'm saying, like, if you would have asked me preseason last year, <laughs> much better yeah, team. Absurd. <laughs> I would like Kyrie, I would, yeah. Kemba over Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, saying, I'm not even saying not, Kemba's a better player. Just like Kemba's just not the chemistry established as a, in terms of like. Mm-hmm. Playoff experience, but I don't know. Kemba just I seems guess, like a happier, more fun person, easier to deal with, uh, better with young guys. Kemba was one of my favorite players, non-Louisville players Dude. in college. Uh huh. 
because he was so entertaining. Yeah, because he, he dicked a likeable, on UK. He was a likable guy. <laughs> yeah. and he, he did that to yeah, Lowell, too. when they were in the Big East. But, I mean, he did yeah. it to us in the Final Four. Yeah, well, sure. Um, no, I mean, by all accounts, Kimba's uh, – everybody, all the Hornets players, front office, love Kimba. And it's like – and look at what he was dealing with. He, Nick Batum, Cody Zeller, Kaminsky, young guys. Marvin Williams. Yeah, frustrating young guys. Dwight Howard. Like, put, put Kyrie in Kimba's shoes. Kyrie would have nuked the damn place. <laughs> Literally. Like, I fucking hate Malik Monk. Yeah. Kimba with Brad <laughs> There's Stevens. no way he would have gotten along with anybody there. Mm. He'd be like, I'm better than MJ was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the Hornets later, though. Um, so, no, Celtics, I don't think they got better, necessarily, because they lost Al Horford, and he's super important. And they replaced him with Enos Cantor, who, they, look, they only had to pay him $5 million, so I like it. But still, he's not Al Horford, but especially I, defensively. I say it for Horford foreseeable future where they are winning games. I mean, not, maybe not this year. They still year, have Tatum but and Brown if those dudes come along. And Hayward. Yeah, Hayward. Who hopefully gets back. I don't he'll never be back. Lost Aaron Baines, but. though. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, memes of Aaron Baines. <laughs> the, the unofficial Aaron Baines Twitter account is <laughs> so become, good. He's become this cult uh, hero. He's become uh, Scalabrini, kind of. Except yeah. he's, kind of, he's a little better. <laughs> Ah, uh, Scalabrini's better. No. I don't think anybody can top Scalabrini. Have you seen Oh, him? dude, the Baines is the Baines train is coming, man. I think but like <laughs> his, his Scalabrini, his Scalabrini like, in a time like now dude, with the social media would be kind of oh, yeah. crazier. He's a cult hero. Like his his a uh, fan account Bane's fan account has like 16,000 yeah, followers. Scalabrini would be even bigger if it was yeah. today. Scalabrini was a meme back when memes weren't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, but Bain, the, I think the allure of Baines is like he's this guy that got trapped in the 21st century, but is actually from like the 70s. Like I'm just this like big, I don't think they had this big dude the 70s, with though. a beard. Oh yeah, old Aaron Baines maybe before he had the man bun had like the just the big orange. He could have been a hippie. <laughs> I wish Bill Walton was a hippie back in his era. He would have oh, had a pony, dude, long ponytail. Him and Aaron Baines would have been great friends. Chris Kamen, <laughs> that whole group. Um. No, Celtics, I think they'll be interesting. I'm not sure. They're, they're not title contenders unless Tatum no. really breaks out or Brown just ha- turns into, like, Paul I George. I don't see it happening. Young Paul George or something. <laughs> I don't either. Or Hayward refines his confidence and basketball playing ability. Athleticism, even. Everything. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm not saying they're, like, a... They're definitely an encourage. They have an encouraging future, for sure, though, even though they have Hayward's bad contract and... Last season didn't exactly go well, to the plan, and they Tatum got, took a step back, all that kind of they stuff. They got rid of two guards that were kind of not good chemistry guys, like Rozier and Irving neither. But I think they were really. almost bad chemistry because of each other to some extent. Well, Irving's was more widespread to the young guys, but I think Rozier's was entirely Rozier based hated on... Irving. I bet he did. <laughs> he hated him so much. This guy's like better than me, but then he's telling me that I suck and that I don't know how to win games just because he had LeBron and shit like that. I mean, he did. Um... Actually, we'll just talk about the Hornets. Hornets signed and traded Walker for Rozier. I wonder who won that trade. Uh, hmm. Uh, okay, but now they're paying Rozier. This is an abominable contract. Three years, fifty-eight million. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Nearly twenty million a year for Rozier. Look, I'm not saying he's the worst guy in the world, but that really—that's you're gonna be like. This is our guy. We're paying him twenty million a year. Nothing early. says. He'll average a lot of I mean, points and then be like. Be like the Hawks were last year. That's a like telltale no sign. Of, that's a telltale sign of tanking. But the Hawks are, the Hawks are miles more competent than uh, the. Well, they have Hornets. a better future. I'm just saying, comparing them to having a really good score. Right now, the Hornets' only hope right now, 
This is the face of their future. Terry Rozier on a huge contract. Malik Monk. Malik Monk, Miles, Miles Bridges, and P.J. Washington. Who else do they have? Um, Cody Seller, Marvin Williams, Nick Batum for another year. Don't forget oh, about God, Nick Batum. <laughs> I mean, they lost Jeremy Lamb. They lost their two best players. They're going to be the worst. They're going to be the worst team in the league next year, right? Probably. The magic. Yeah. No, the Hornets. No, I'm saying the Magic. Oh, the Magic with no point guard and ten forwards. Who's scoring for the Magic? I mean, you got somebody scoring for the Vucevic, Hornets. Vucevic, he's scoring. Who's scoring for the? Wait, wait. Who's scoring for the 48, Hornets? First 48 of all, is good. who's scoring for the Hornets? I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, Terry okay. Rozier might be your leading scorer. Vucevic was actually really good last season. That team made the playoffs with the core they have. I know they, they still don't have a point guard, and that's still a real issue. Evan Fournier. He's yes, I know. Player. I can hear your Evan Fournier. Um, love. Big Evan Fournier guy. That, Another man bun guy. <laughs> so yeah. He, he sometimes has the man button. He used to have like a buzz cut though. Well, he has it now. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Um, Eric no, Baines used to have it. The Hornets are the most oh, destitute no, he didn't. organization. Yeah, he did. Most destitute organization in the league. Terry Rozier. The Terry Rozier contract is just stupid. Like, the contract's expect- stupid. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I don't hate the player either. Like he's a decent. Scary Terry happened two years ago. and done shit since. Look, Cameron. He's a decent. Because he's been behind. He's a oh my dumpster god. Fire. He's a decent backup point guard. I don't even know if he's that because he seems like he's super selfish and is like, I don't get my shots. So when I get in the game, I'm not gonna pass. I'm gonna jack as many threes as I can until I make one. I am. He's good at defense and rebounding, but like he just, I, I want to see him actually be like a what, point guard, not a. Well, that's what Malik Monk does. So I guess their chemistry is gonna be kind of off. Malik Monk gets yeah. in the games for point 15 guard, minutes. It's like, how many threes can I jack up in, yeah. in the amount of time? I, I still think there's an avenue for Monk to end up being something. But yeah, absolutely, especially if he gets more minutes and he gets more settled into the flow. I like I Miles Bridges he, though. I think he's their guy right now. Him and PJ are the dudes I build around. If if I really can become PJ. a spot up shooter. If Malik uh-huh. can become the spot up shooter that maybe like Danny Green was, I know he's not nearly mm-hmm. as good. Defense, I think he's got a more versatile like, offensive palette than that. Well, especially because he's way more—he's way more athletic. athletic. Yeah, he just tall. can't defend worth shit. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he cares to defend. He's not a terrible defender. Like we saw in college, sometimes when he would lock in, he'd actually be good. But he doesn't have it mentally; he doesn't really care. Uh, well, obviously, we saw he's gotten into an argument with MJ about yeah. uh, what was that about? Uh, what he? Oh, what was MJ that about? like slapped him across the head because he did something wrong. Yeah, I know, but yeah. it was hilarious when he did wrong. He, I think he shot. Maybe he shot like. A stopped. stupid shot. Whoa, what shot? What I think he, he like took a half court shot when the like the when it was like <laughs> ten seconds left till halftime. Oh, he, I think, like, yeah, I think I remember that now a little bit. <laughs> I did something like ridiculous. I, th- I think you're right because I think they inbounded it with like twelve seconds. And he thought it was like two seconds. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> he smacked him like he's like a dad. <laughs> I'd do that to Malik too if I was in. If, if you were Michael Jordan, I'd be like. Okay. I mean, what if he did that to Kemba and Kemba smacks back? Like, put some actually good fucking players around me. Imagine any other GM <laughs> doing that to a to a player. If it was a white GM or a white owner. Oh, okay. Well, okay well, no, no. Bad, MJ's an owner. Bad. MJ's an owner. So imagine it, oh, a governor. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Imagine if a white owner smacked a player. Around Especially him. now, not even they're white. Out that they're slaves. Not even stuff. white. Just yeah. like. I don't even know. No, was, if it was a white owner, every was I know, white, no, but it even, would be bad. But even if he was black, and, and then was, we'd get a Trump tweet about supporting him and how he's a good <laughs> business partner, and then it'd just be a disaster. Let's not <laughs> let's not let that happen. He'd imagine, be like, "I see all the hate for him, but he's a great man." I know this is different. Just imagine man. Danny Ainge like slapping Kyrie on the back of the head. Yeah, I mean, there would be I a don't, fist throw. The, the outrage <laughs> wouldn't be as ridiculous since it's Danny Ainge and he played. But still, yeah, I mean, you saw the Warriors no, owner smacked, white, uh, tried to push Kyle Lowry. I mean, that what dude's banned now. Larry Bird when he was the Pacers owner? Oh, Larry could get away with it. Dude, he's an NBA all Hall of Famer. 
That's the same as MJ. You look at yeah. him, you're like, that's, Danny Larry. that's Larry. A Hall of Famer. Yeah, but he's not Larry Bird. Okay, still, he's a Hall of Famer. He was cleaning up Larry Bird's scraps for the Boston. So I know, but okay, Danny Ainge could be a Hall of Famer, but being a Hall of Famer, like, Iguodala is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, he'll probably barely make it in the Hall of Fame. But it's not Kevin, he's not Kevin Durant. Like, Bird won however many titles, MVPs. He's one of the best five, six players ever. I still don't think he would have gotten away with it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't even think I don't even think Magic Johnson can get away with that. Not anymore, because <laughs> you yeah, he's such a joke. But MJ, you take seriously. <laughs> he's MJ, yeah. Even he's a, the goat. Even, he, even though his, his his teams run terribly, you're like yeah. that dude. That dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I, pfft, Jesus. I mean, what they get, did around Kemba the last six seven years, and then this I this Rozier deal. That what are they doing? Yeah, oh, they got God. a good. I didn't never thought Kemba would be that good. This good in the NBA. But yeah, it took him a while to be yeah. to become that good. But he did. He I mean, this he's insanely good. He had that he had that stretch where he uh, scored. I mean, he, he got over he year, got overshadowed. Yeah. He got no, overshadowed by James Harden like mm-hmm. almost immediately. Well, but he, he had a stretch. He, he, was, he was, just, was like, "Fuck it." He was I'm on. Fi- he was over like thirty eight games. Yeah. A little stretch there. Yeah, um, he's really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit better than Rozier. I do. I do have to say, better contract too. Um. God, according to this math, you know, two Rogers is worth a Kemba. That's the math we've arrived at. I mean, two Rogers are worth more than a Kemba, apparently. Okay, uh, a few other teams we can talk about. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Portland Trailblazers brought Hassan Whiteside. This is a quick little one. We're going to do Trailblazers. Oh, That's I like not, it, though. I mean, I like it, though. He's, they, they, needed a, they need a center until Nurkic gets healthy. And if, like, if you're going to, you, they dumped Harkless' like, contract and took Whiteside's. And they got Aminu's gone. Mm-hmm. The magic, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, even though I'm not a, not a fan of Whiteside, but I like I like the, the oh, addition. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not going to play as soon as Nurkic gets back because the mm-hmm. dude's just like a, doesn't care about defense and he really can't play offense either. He can rebound, but still, yeah. Um, and he's friends with Lillard apparently. They have, like sleepovers when the Heat would come in town. Is what That's I cute. what I read. It's very cute. Yeah, mm. nice little bromance going on. Nice little mm. bromance brewing and. Portland, but no. Here, here's an example of a smart team. Okay, so they they dumped the Harkless contract, which isn't great. Like sixteen million a year for Harkless. He's expiring. Well, that's because he got nass little. He's got <laughs> rebuilt. I don't think so. So they dump Harkless's contract. Hey, Knicks, instead of filling your cap space with Wayne Ellington and Reggie Bullock, how about when you see the Trailblazers are offering somebody to dump Harkless's contract? Like that's a bad contract. We don't like that. It's like go ahead and take it because guess what? They gave him a, they gave him a first round pick for it. They're like, hey, Clippers, here's Harkless. Take a first-round pick for your troubles. That's just being a smart team. The Clippers continuously do this over the past few years. And they got a and, solid player. And the Knicks don't. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the Knicks, they know they're not going to win oh, with or without no. Harkless. Why not take a first-round pick? <laughs> Beats me. Jim Dolan's a fucking moron. Oh, my God. Maybe the Clippers got two. First, there you go. That's the reason. <laughs> mm. Maybe there's a little bit more that goes the into Knicks. it than just you know what? That, N- The Knicks deserve all this. You've intentionally lost games last year because you thought you were getting free agents in Zion. When you've, when Stephen the, A. Smith went off about the same thing. Like, it's like Don't intentionally lose this. games. What teams have intentionally lost games and it's actually worked out? Okay, Philadelphia. Well, don't put that's all it, your that's chips it, in that you're going to get the best player from the draft mm-hmm. and then two of the best free agents teams, in one summer. Teams that have dropped entire seasons just to tank and lose games and get the highest draft odds. It doesn't work. Like, why are you doing this? It doesn't make <coughs> sense. It's never worked. Teams should prepare for the worst, I guess, technically. They're preparing for the best, meaning 
getting They were assuming the best. Every- they were guaranteeing the best. They traded away their only star. Well, that's why they were preparing. Porzingis, for they've got they drafted their best. This is the best player they drafted since Patrick freaking Ewing. And you know what they did? Because they, they, he didn't like the because they fucked up his relationship and he hated Dolan. He was like, I want out, and they're like, all right, let's get rid of this guy for pennies on the they dollar. Also, you, one of the dumbest things they did all summer mm-hmm. was they gave BJ King a free agent like option. Like they gave him <laughs> Are you a summer serious? League like a two way? Oh my god! A summer league roster spot. Oh, well, no, because that's way. whatever. Summer leagues, who cares? That's still a dumb thing. <laughs> He's not even worth a summer league spot. Oh, god. I mean, and then a few years ago, I mean, it's the draft, and it's hard to. A lot of teams did this, but like, you take Frank Tilakina, Frankie Smokes. Yeah, that dude can't score. Oh wait, Donovan Mitchell was sitting right there. Half a dozen good players were sitting. Oh my god, I, they are the stupidest organization in the league. There was a lot of teams that passed up on Donovan, but. Well, yeah, but like you take Frank. But Tilakina. Donovan wasn't. Like, oh, supposed to Frank Tilakina, who they've now. Demoted to it fourth string behind Peyton, but Kadeem Allen, uh, DSJ. I mean, Trier. All of these guards are. You know who should have got Donovan was the Wayne Pistons, Ellington? and at the time they had Tobias Harris, so they'd have theoretically wow. Mitchell, Harris, Griffin. No, Drummond. but they traded Harris for Griffin. You're right. Uh, who else did they have? Drummond. They had Brad. <laughs> no, they Bradley. Bradley was part of that. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. <laughs> I mean, they'd be a middling Still playoff though. team. They got Derrick Rose though, so that's Griffin, interesting. Right. Um. Well, yeah. Well, but yeah, they would have still had to if they traded Harris for Griffin though. But he probably wouldn't have as many opportunities to score. Oh no, I think he went to a perfect system. The Quinn Snyder was the perfect. Coach. Yeah, there's a scenario where he's not. Where Donovan's still like a bench piece on some random team playoff team that buried him and didn't. That was dumb. Yeah, it's like a lot well, of where you get drafted is situation. Well, that's what Quinn Snyder was perfect for him because he let him take shots because. He's, yeah, I guess he sells them. He was like, you know, oh, it looks like we're not going to make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, Apparently, they, the Jazz wanted him for, because they traded up to get him. They traded the Nuggets to get him, and they were like, they thought he was the next Russell Westbrook. Obviously, hasn't gotten there yet. Who? Donovan. It's hmm. based on athleticism, ability to score. That was a popular An attitude? And like, not attitude. Well, no, no, no. I think like, clearly no, it's no, 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 not that kind of attitude, but like, he, Donovan's like, a, yeah, competitive super competitive. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah works that's really true. hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's, oh, there's definitely positive traits in Westbrook's He's not as good as edge. a pass. Can I quote you on that? Yeah, you can. Right, you can. There's positive. There's positive, positive to Westbrook. Positive I mean, yeah, I mean, Westbrook's attitude. Oh, yeah. Right, I mean, his effort level, his competitiveness. Uh, never forgetting. No, yeah. never. What? He's still one of the best twenty guys in the NBA. <laughs> no, that is not. Guys. That is not what you said. Twenty, thirty. What? I mean, he's still in that top twenty. Twenty or thirty. Twenty. I, probably twenty. I'm. I'm not going to go off the top of my head, and then on a future podcast, uh, say that's, he's probably, that's probably true. I could. I could easily put him. Behind yeah, like he, it's. Uh, I'll have to look at it. I'll, I'll do some research. Um, I know you all put him top twenty all time, but. Yeah, all time. <laughs> He's a top ten point guard all time. I I don't know the list well enough. How that could be. True. That's that. I'd have to go through it. There's probably a drop off, and he's right there. Like there's a drop off behind. Like there's always triple double three straight seasons. Ah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got we got a couple more teams to discuss here. The Pacers. I I actually really liked what the Pacers did. Yeah. Again, probably not in title contention, but now you, they they got Brogdon, T.J. Warren, Jeremy Lamb, and Victor Oladipo mm-hmm. as their perimeter guys. Mm-hmm. I think those all, a, a lot, lot of those dudes can guys. handle the ball. 
They're all of really versatile offensive games, and Oladipo and Brogdon are elite defenders. They did lose. I really love it. And they got TJ McConnell. Collison. I think they have great, one of the best backwards. Which is that not, not He retired. Their, not their fault. <laughs> he yeah. retired at like age What's 32. What's the front court, though, right In now? It's Boga. Miles Turner. Demonis Sabonis. They lost that easy. Goga. Goga. Yeah, they did. Get, they tried to enjoy um, Goga. I don't care. I can just tell you what they got. Uh, so it's not a deep front court, but it's a solid. They got Marcus Morris. I mean, they oh, they did. They oh, no, 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 that's not. Full, that's the like, Pistons. Never mind. I'm sorry. Um, Sumner. <laughs> and and then Sumner. The, uh, former Xavier star. Yeah, yeah. Um, not. I mean, I think with Turner Sabonis and Batat and Goga Batatsi, I think that's a good trio. They can maybe. They're still it's not maybe, deep. I they, think they can maybe add one of the Morris twins. Those both of them are still out there. I think. Or both. Uh, or they one. Don't or, know, one of them. One of them, them signed with the Pistons. Pistons. I don't know which one that was. It's just like who Miles Turner gets. I feel like he's a really he, good defender, though. but he just. He, I feel like he gets gassed really quickly. He doesn't. Marcus Morris is out there. Who? Oh, Turner. Yeah, they don't. They play like twenty-four minutes a game. And Goga, I don't feel like is going to be much better in terms of in terms of the Bill, stamina. Well, I, yeah, with those three guys, I think you can play them separately. I mean, you're, you can like kind of rotate their minutes. Uh, ideally, Turner plays like near 30 minutes a game. I'm not sure if they're going to get that out of him. But he's a really good defensive player. Sabonis is really good post-score and can shoot threes. They don't have him shoot him a ton, but he's good. Both those dudes actually can shoot threes. But Tatsy, too. I actually really like the Pacers. I think in a, I think they're a team that's like I don't know, on the rise while also being a team that can yeah, contend for a top four seed in the East. If Oladipo keeps elevating his play like he has, then mm-hmm. I don't know. I Comes back. See. Good from the injury, which it looks like he's going to. It looks like you got a like me. You got a good rest out of it. He didn't yeah. wasn't like pressured to come back mm-hmm. very quickly. He's gonna have a long off season to yeah. Uh, I mean, get ready. I, I, they're gonna, they're gonna be able to score on the perimeter. I mean, Lamb Brogdon can create his own shot. Old Depot obviously. Uh, McConnell's a good distributor, and then TJ Warren I think is underrated just because he was at the, the shitty Suns. But yeah. I think he can score, and he's developed a three point shot lately. So I like the Pacers. Um, but they might, maybe they trade Sabonis or something like that. I don't know. They they might have a trade to make to get, like, Kevin Love's always a dude that's rumored to go there. But who knows if they make the deal. Uh, okay. So, all right. Before we get, all right, so we'll just, okay. Then here's our last complete and utter dumpster fire. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Like, you can tell I'm about to, like, no, It's no surprise. Phoenix Suns, guess what? They, they, they suck at doing basketball. The trade today was even, was like, mind The trade today! <laughs> okay, so, okay, look. You send Josh Jackson, two second-round picks, and DeAnthony Melton for Javon Carter? And then, so you can buy out Kyle Korver. And Korver. So you can, so you take buy in the contract. Which is, I mean, it's small anyway, but whatever. You just buy him out. I don't know why you included it. Still. Why, why so you traded all that for Javon Carter. They've mishandled the Josh Jackson's trade. And two second-round picks. Yeah, in the... In, there are other trade look, pieces. Look, you, you know where those second-round picks are going to be? Uh, pick 31. <laughs> two, <laughs> two straight years. You can go so ahead, basically a first-round Go ahead and pencil that in as a third... Uh, yeah. It's like a first-round pick, except the contract's not guaranteed. So if the player ends up sucking, you can just get rid of them. And their trade like pieces pick. to get higher picks, too. Yeah, I look. Oh my god, what they mishandled the Josh Jackson situation because look, okay, so you want to you want a list of some of the things he does. This guy named Shrieker, Shrieky Shooter, what a weird Twitter name. Goes on Twitter. I think he's Suns fan. Goes, I will always remember Josh Jackson's greatest moment as a Sun. Made gun gestures at fans in his third NBA game. That's a good one. Stood up fans at a meet and greet. So his GM. So his and since okay, so he stood up fans at a meet and greet. Like just. 
walked up left, was like, I'm done with this. So the GM had to buy everybody a round of beer, make up for it. Now, that's a great one. Um, he tried to, Josh Jackson tried to sneak into the VIP section at Rolling Loud. I think that's, I don't know what that is. That's a, a music, music festival. Yeah. Tried to sneak into VIP section at Rolling Loud and got arrested. And he got his four-month-old daughter high. So, look. Hey, maybe not the best character, but look. If oh that's, why are you letting that dude even be in your locker room? Send his ass to the G League. <laughs> Hide him so that people actually think he's still an asset. Make up an injury. I don't care. You just let that dude sit there and sour his trade value to this, to where he's a negative, to where you had to pay people to take him off your hands. So you get Javon Carter, who's going to be your fourth string point guard. What are you doing? <sighs> I mean, this isn't even the most. This is not fourth even. string behind Ty Jerome and Ricky Rubio. And uh, <laughs> who else? They're not going to play Ty, Ty Jerome. I'm so upset Ilya that Kobo. he went there. Yeah. Hey, God. And Booker's more of a point guard now. I mean. Carter's not playing. Oh well, yeah, Booker's played practically point guard because he's. Had That's to. not even one of the fifteen stupidest things they've done since January. Too. I mean, God, you got the Rubio deal. We just you just mentioned Rubio. Three years. Million a year. Three years for fifty-one million. That's what are you doing? <laughs> he sucks. It's like you're. Are you trying to win games? Like I don't even know. I I ripped them in my article and I was like they're. I offer all this stuff, the Cam Johnson thing, and a dude commented and was like, "They, I, I mentioned, I was like, they've been tanking for six years or whatever." And he was like, "He was like, whoa, don't say they've been tanking for six years. The Suns are not smart enough to tank." He's like, "They don't have the vision or foresight to actually tank." I was like, "You're right." <laughs> if they were tanking, they'd get a player they thought was bad that was actually good, and they'd be. I mean, we're a few years removed from them trying to start three point guards and make them make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. In the West. In the West. I mean, it worked one year. They're on the West. God. Um, God. A lot of work. Then, okay, we haven't even met the TJ Warren trade. We're going to give up our second best player. Oh, he, he scores baskets for us. He, you know, helps us win a few games. That's not good. We don't need that here in Phoenix, you know. Because I'm Robert Sarver, and I just don't. Well, we just got Cam Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got Cam Johnson. We need <laughs> to give him Warren's. It's like Warren's just such a much better player and can is actually decent at scoring. They, oh, no, we'll give you. Hey, Indiana. Well, they're going to call him up, and we're like, we'll give you Warren. And they're like, all right, what do we need to do? Like, well, Indiana's like, okay, what will it take? And they're like, um, we'll give you Warren and our 32nd 30 second pick in the draft. You just take him off our hands. And they're like, Larry Bird's like, fucking, are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about him smacking players. He's smacking his knees. Like, he's cracking up. He's just like, are you kidding me? They're going to be Warren for nothing? For- <laughs> all right, so they do that. And then, of course, the Cam Johnson draft. <laughs> just stupid. Mm-hmm. As Dave Ramsey would say, stupid on steroids. summer is get Ty Jerome. That's the best move they made. And that was like, what, the 20-something pick? 24th pick. You know, you, That's a good when, pick. You, when you pick Ty Jerome, I'm like, okay, that washes away all sins. No, <laughs> no. You know, I know what you're going to do. You're going to set him on the bench, which is stupid, because guess what? He should be playing for a winning team. This is a terrible situation for him to go into, and I'm scared he's going to flame out because of it. He's not going to flame out, but he's going to be like stuck on the bench. People are not going to think he's good. Anywhere but Phoenix. God, I wish they would include him in that Memphis trade. They would have figured out a way to use him. Behind Ja Morant. I mean, God, imagine Or even with Ja, ja Morant. With Ja Morant. Ja, Ty, Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's a hell of a future. And Iggy Dola. Yeah, yeah. Why are they bringing Jonas back? That doesn't make any sense. But, um, God, okay. And you all have any other comments on the free agency so far? Not really, no. Oh, I saw. Okay, That's I like, like Willie to the Warriors. Oh, That's about it. That's we have not talked about the Warriors. We need to. Uh, Warriors 
uh, have had a better offseason than probably people expected. Yeah. I mean, they lost KD, but like that was... There was a possibility like that they lose both their superstars and yeah. not get much back. Uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think I like the, the Warriors. I'm rooting for the Warriors next year. I'm excited. I'm back on the train with the Warriors. No. They don't have KD. No, they got Steph. Sure. I love Clay. I hope he comes back healthy in like February. He's a tough motherfucker. He'll come back as soon as he can. Uh, they got those two. Now they got D'Angelo Russell. I don't even care that he like people are like, oh, the fit's bad. It's like, who cares? They just picked up an asset. 23-year-old All-Star. It's about the asset. 23-year-old All-Star that can shoot threes really well. Run, pick, and roll. Um, they got him, and then they got they brought back Looney. Like, what are, what are, what are NBA teams doing? How is Looney going to make $5 million a year? That dude's actually good. Yeah. The, the advanced statistics say he's a he really good player. He destroyed Capella. Yeah, series. he destroyed Capella. And Capella's people are, are probably raving more about Capella than definitely. That dude's right a now. goddamn warrior when it comes to playing through injury. He well, had an injury that nobody plays with, like a shoulder contusion. Oh, I didn't even yeah. mean to. It's I'm not. I'm not making a pun. <laughs> not trying to. I wish I had a more in-depth vocabulary so I could yeah, thanks, articulate a little bit better and less pun revolving. But no, Looney, and then. Yeah, Looney, Steph, D'Lo, uh, Clay, Draymond in a contract year. They lost Iggy, but like whatever. Eric Pascal, Swaggy Pool. I can't Pascal. wait. I'm actually rooting for the Warriors. I'm rooting for the Swaggy Warriors now. Pool. I don't care. I love D'Angelo. He's part of the reason I, I uh, really liked the Nets last year. Yeah, I just love Warriors. They're the champs. I hope they, I hope they win it this year. That'd be no, an awesome story. No. The best story ever. I hope the Jazz win it, but you know. Well, yeah. I'm hoping the Warriors win it, actually. All right. Barring, actually, I would like the Bucks to win. I would rather really, a Kentucky like player, like a Kentucky player, be a star and win over anything else. But then I would like. Uh, so you'd like the Lakers? Mm-hmm. No, actually, I'm gonna rescind that. I would rather have the Warriors win than the Lakers. I think that'd be a better story. I like it a lot, especially if they, especially if they add Kawhi. I think the Lakers would be a better story. LeBron winning another title. Yeah. But AD winning his first. No, it's possibly the Warriors winning the title this year would be incredible. It would just be absolutely astonishing because they'd lose their best player. They'd have their second best or their third best. Yeah, their second best player now. Uh, Luke got down for its injury all year. But he's going to be back most part. And then it's like, oh, we were a mess in the finals when we didn't have Clay and KD. And now we don't have him for most of the year. People think they're going to miss the playoffs. That's, let me, That's like, a, word of, a word of advice. That's <laughs> stupid. The infrastructure and just the curse system. Curry. Yeah. It's Curry. Yeah. Curry's not missing the playoffs. I don't care. What is going to? Are they really going to win less games? The Pelicans or the Mavericks? Like I love Luke and Zion. No, come on. Absolutely not. No, I, Kings will be good next year. I think very good. Yeah, not I mean, very, not very. Good. They lost. No. All right, so wait. The, the reason Collie we brought Stein. them up was Collie Stein. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's whatever. I, I think Deadman's better than Collie Stein anyway. So, I think for them, that's they're adding to their Deadman team. Deadman was a hell of a player for the Hawks. I kind of wish they didn't get rid of him. I yeah, I think Willie Collie Stein averaged like 12 and eight, but I'm not. I'm not a big Collie Stein fan, <laughs> to me, to be quite honest. I think he showed flashes of being like even for a rim running center, the stuff he was doing in Sacramento that doesn't really happen that often. He was he showed, he showed flashes, but like okay, so I looked, I looked, I read some a story about him on a Kings blog, and the story was whatever. It just like was reporting because I was looking at the details of the contract, and then in the comments section, Kings fans were just going in on him. They were like. They're like, this guy's the worst. We hate him. He's the worst king ever. His attitude's awful. He's inconsistent. He never tries on defense. He doesn't oh box anyone god. out. And I was like, oh my god. They're like, they're like, he thinks he's uh, Clint Capella and he's not even close. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought all this time was okay. So 
So they hated him, apparently. And I was like, all right, well, that tells me a lot when the fans no. really go in on a guy. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I I'm going to look into that. I don't know how many, I, mean, I would look a... into that because they're the people that watch every single game. I know yeah. I didn't watch every Kings game. I watched some, and like, there was times I was like, oh, Coley Stein, he looks really good. He's underrated. And I was like, and then it's like, no, I'm reading this, and no, they completely I disagree. I don't, no. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I think, that's exactly who he was at Kentucky until his senior year. He was this flaky guy who didn't really care a lot about basketball. Oh, he it didn't he never really seemed like he was like really passionate about it. He just happened to be super athletic. In the NBA, it's like it's an 82 game grind every season. So if you're not completely locked in and focused on it. All right, well, he, we'll see. You got to be. I mean, he's in the perfect He's in the perfect situation. situation. They said we want to run pick and roll with Steph Curry. It's like if you can't succeed in that role, yep. I don't know I don't know how you're we'll going to succeed. We'll see. I know I'm I rooting for him. I I, I want Willie to do the great. best he can. I hope he's great. I think there's a way he can be, but to me, Looney's a much better. Looney will definitely be the best big they have, aside from Draymond. Draymond contract year. I'm, I'm interested to see it. Draymond all-out revenge, like, all right, KD's gone. I don't know. But he did look like he was breaking down last year, so. Mentally and physically. Uh, no, not mentally. He's, he's a fiend. I know. I know. <laughs> he's an artillery tank, mentally. Insane, but uh, all right. Do you have anything else? Insane Free agency. Understatement. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have anything else. Oh wait, one more thing. This will be quick. I, I saw something. I saw an article that was said, "Who are the best five Kentucky players in the NBA?" And I thought about it. Who are the? All right, I'll let Kenny go first. Who do you think best five right now? Cousins so, and Wall are out. Yeah, because they're injured. We're Anthony just not going to. Davis. All right, is one. That's is, I'd say that's a pretty. Are you making me get a starting lineup? Or are you just saying best five? Best five in a row. Okay. In a row. No, no, like best five. Right. Okay, Anthony in, Davis. Like in order, I mean. Conathy Towns. Mm-hmm. All right, in order. Um, don't do it in order. Don't do it in order. Just just do the top five. All right. Well, All right. I mean, I think we okay. We you can, can figure do it out the order because right, I'm gonna forget something. Right. We're gonna settle down, settle in on the top five. Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Um. Talked about. Jaron Fox, and Jamal Murray. All right, in that order? Is that the order you're going to take? All right, who's, who's being left out of that? Uh, that's fair, yeah. Yeah. I uh, think, I'm trying to think who we're leaving out. Randall is kind of You the, could substitute for me Fox and Murray, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Murray, Murray ahead, ahead of, of Fox. But I think that's my five. All right, I'm going to go, let's see, number one, Davis, obviously. Mm-hmm. Two, Towns, just of what he's done. Um, three, I'm going to go with uh, De'Aaron Fox over Devin Booker. And Jamal Murray. Andrew Mulberry. And I'm actually going to go Murray over Booker, too. Although that one's really close. I could go either way. I just... I can't really tell how good Booker is. He didn't shoot well this year. He still scored 26 a game. I don't know. He's a really polarizing player and confusing person to follow. I want him to... I want to see him in a winning situation so bad, which is part of why the Suns... But the Suns won't let him go. He's going to end up being their John Wall, where he... Yeah. he they just ruin his career. The Wall... They but, waste I mean, his... They waste Wall, his talent. Even Wall had... They put Beal at least by him, and they made the playoffs a few years in a row. But to me, like just Fox has become just—I would rather have Fox over Booker at this point. Which I, I mean, imagine saying that a year ago. But no, Fox is just—I love watching him play. He's really competitive on defense. He's a leader. Plays with an awesome, energizing spirit, and he can score and pass really well. Yeah, I think I think I'm—I don't know. You could argue honestly, Murray, Fox, and Booker. And I'm curious to see. I think those are the top five. Yeah, I mean, Randall. Randall's good though too. Randall and Bledsoe. I, he's, Randall and Bledsoe are outside that list. Yeah, Randall and Bledsoe are right outside. Although Randall, I would put ahead of Bledsoe. I think right. Yeah. Shea, think, actually, I I don't know. Shea's 
in that group too. I don't think he's 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 not he's right behind Bledsoe, but uh-huh. I, I think Bledsoe's still better right now. I just value dudes in winning situations because I can tell that they're having mm-hmm. an impact. I can't necessarily tell that Devin Booker is, although like the stats are undeniable. He had like two straight fifty point games. Um, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting. He had a seventy point game and a loss. I think that shows the the situation. <laughs> There's your in. sons right there. Yeah. That just shows the situation. Did you know he's younger than Cam Johnson? I don't think I'd heard that anywhere. All right, uh, all right. So nobody else any comments on any signings we missed? I think we hit about all the all the big ones. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Go Warriors. No. Never say that in my life. I think I'll, Rockets are still Rockets and Warriors. Go <coughs> Bucks. Go Lakers. Lakers. LeBron. Go yeah, AD. I mean, I wouldn't be upset. If Go Kentucky guys. I don't know what, but like, I was all in on LeBron with the Cavs, and I love AD, but like together, I'm like, nah. I don't know. I, don't I, think you, I think you'll I don't learn know why I want the two superstars to lose, but I do. I think they'll be fun. Oh, I think they'll be fun, of course. They'll be interesting. <laughs> it's the Lakers. It's LeBron. Imagine Everything's Cousins, always a disaster with them. Imagine if Cousins goes to the Lakers. <laughs> that would be something else. I don't even know where Cousins is going. Apparently, there's not a market for him. Someone's paying him. The Knicks are going to pay him. <laughs> uh, so we can back up Mitchell Robinson or Dodge um, Gibson, whatever they do. No, there's teams I could use him. Yes, yes. Over Gobert? No, not over Gobert. Next to him? He's not. No, no not Marcus next Cousins to him. is never going to sign to a team where he's not starting. Not next to him. That, yeah, they don't think they have the cap to Come pull off that off. Bench. I don't know who has the cap to pull it off. Maybe the Hawks. Why not? Take a flyer on him. If it breaks right and Cousins returns to like ninety percent of his form, the Timberwolves have the cap right, but they're not. They're never gonna. I think the Hawks are the best fit for Cousins because it's a low risk. High reward thing if he returns to his form where he was like an MVP candidate. We didn't. I I thought the Warriors situation was really bad for him last year, especially since he the first playoff experience he ever got after the one game he played against the Clippers was they thrust him into the finals and they're like, hey, go be effective. It's like the finals are completely different than anything you've ever played in. But then if you put him with the Hawks, Trey Young, Collins, Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, <laughs> who I'll mention on every podcast, Reddish Hunter. All those dudes. Oh, you just mentioned Reddish. Well, no, I'm just you just combine it with that team. Maybe it breaks right and they have a good season, make the playoffs. Right. So we're out. We are uh, Chris Hilly was not at Kane's yeah. yesterday, so we still don't know where. <laughs> yeah, he is. Goss is ranting to me about some work-related thing, uh, and I was like nine. There was like eight thirty. That was not. You were like you were like rrr, rrr, she's stupid for making me work, and I was like I was like hey calm down. You want to come meet me and Chris Hilly at Kane's? I'm there right now. <laughs> and Goss like yeah I'm coming. <laughs> We did not see Chris early. His brother was there. Said hi to me. So, oh, contact Ryan early if you want to find out where Chris is. His career is Kane's though. <laughs> did you not ask about Chris early? Like where he was? Uh, no, he was preoccupied cooking my chicken. Oh, got you. It's like the Green Book. Oh, y'all didn't see that movie? I did not see it. No. There's a controversial scene about fried chicken. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Uh, wow, I love that. In my in my <laughs> my uh best best movie. Winners. What is that even called? Best. Oh, Oscar winners. Yeah. What's what's even the award? Best called? picture. Best picture. Yeah, I knew it was something. Uh, yeah, if we did a best picture podcast, you want to hear some rants? Some best. I watched Forrest Gump the other day. Really good movie. But nineteen ninety. <laughs> really but nineteen ninety four was. But um. Pulp Fiction. Uh, it won over Shawshank, and I can I can never forget Pulp Fiction. That. And Pulp Fiction, yeah. If Shawshank just had a, like a non. 
terrible. Forrest Gump will always hold a special place in my heart. Oh, it's but a great movie. In uh, like it's just, you can't. It's it, Shawshank's Shawshank Redemption is just the best. That's I, that's the best made. It's movie. one of the like five movies where after I saw after I finished watching it the first time, I just like sat. It was like what the hell? Like what did I just like? Yeah, the usual it, the usual suspects yeah. is that one for me. But I, yeah, I and that it, one's more like, just like a shock. Crap. Yeah, but even like even looking. Yeah. Okay, why are we talking about movies? Yeah, it doesn't matter. We, why not? It's at the end. We're having fun. Um, no, if Shawshank Redemption was like named "Hope is a Good Thing," I think it would have won. Well, you know, it was, I think part of the problem was there like the Shawshank my Redemption. Dad, my dad the told me this. Uh, the there the you know the it's based off a Stephen King book. Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption is. Uh, it was no. It's based off one book. It. It's one book. <laughs> one book that has uh, four chapters in it four stories but it's yeah. one book okay. and i two of the movie they based they made movies about three of the four uh-huh. one of them shawshank redemptions yeah the other one's stand by me oh my god stand by me is an awesome movie and, and, yeah and that's why i was like that's unbelievable like the like stand by me is a it's, I think fucking great Stephen movie. king's the best author ever like he he's he a little wrote, demented but and it he wrote it shawshank redemption and stand by me basically yeah Oh, the dude, mm-hmm. he's a literary genius. Uh, although, like, you had to san- you have to sanitize a lot of his writing yeah, nowadays. But, but two, like two of his best getting raped by their parents. The Shining, like, like, two of the best Shining? movies, three three of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery was in were written one. by the Stephen Green King. Mile. The Green Mile, that's a decent that was a one. Stephen King book. I'm just looking at like all oh. of these. Cujo, the the one with the dog. Oh, yeah. yeah, go back up to the top. Well, I've named all the notable ones. Children of the Corn. It's a great <laughs> That's a yeah. It's a scary. The Dark Tower. I don't the versatility. He wrote Children of the Corn and Shawshank Redemption. The versatility of that. Oh uh, yeah, even like Stand by Me. Stand by Me was originally named Dead Body. That's not the name so, I would give it. Stand by Me. That's the song at the end. It's great. Just that they came from the same book. Yeah. Stand by Me and Shawshank. Too bad we haven't had a good movie in like ten years. What was the yeah, What was true. the last classic movie you'd say? Um, Spotlight is really good. I love that movie. It was made in like 2015. I'm not sure it's a classic, but I'm, I'm it's definitely really important because it's that about one the movie. church and shit. Oh my God. That one movie. Spotlight, I with, haven't seen that. Oh, it's it's really good. I wouldn't say it's a classic, but with uh, Who's Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Uh, that's Star is Born? Star is that Born. could age into a classic. Boyhood. Boyhood's the best movie of the decade. Really? With um, Ethan Hawke? That movie, yeah, that movie is amazing. I watched that on the plane home from Vegas. Again. It took a place that for like ten my, years, didn't it? Eight, eighteen, or yeah, he I heard started him, was five. Yeah, was I like heard an interview years. with him where he was talking about it. It sounded cool. They filmed every year for mm-hmm. thirteen straight years. That yeah, movie was sad. thirteen years in the making. You get it's to watch this. Really cool. Insane. Oh, it's awesome. It's it's. it's when was that? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Huh. I mean, other one than of my that, like, and Ethan Hawke is so amazing in that. Like, I when I rewatched it, I just like. You know, over like these are kid actors, and mm-hmm. they're using the same. So, like, you could tell the girl in yeah. it, his sister, she kind of loses it. Like, she, I feel like she wasn't uh-huh. like as interested in acting. Yeah, but the boy was good. Uh-huh. But Ethan Hawke is just amazing in that. Movie. Just constantly, he's, thirteen years. He's so awesome. It's like Kareem, just like thirteen years of dominance. Ethan Hawke <laughs> is an underrated actor. Dude, I mean, I rewatched Dead Poet Society the other day. He's like thirteen. <laughs> he's like thirteen. You can, and he's. Him. Awesome. Or he's like 18, 19. He's incredible. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's a good movie. Um, there's a, there's I mean, a trilogy that's like before before sunset, mm-hmm. before midnight, and where it's like the same characters. And my yeah. mom's told me it's a great movie with him, him in it. And it's the same hmm. him and another girl. 
I've been told that's good. But too. I mean, if we're talking about the best movies of this decade or even the century, like I don't even. There's just not great ones that don't involve superheroes, and I discount superhero movies other than The Dark Knight. Dark Knight is not a superhero movie. It's not I, will, I will argue that to the day. Like Marvel is, is just not annoying. a superhero movie. That is a great movie. Old Country. Is the Wolf really of Wall good. Street is a good one too. No mm. Country for Old Men's awesome. That um, was two. That was early 2010s. Super bad. This is a great comedy. Yeah, but comedies are kind of like you know they're they're never gonna be. Social Network's good. Listed up there. Unless you're Inception. Oh, Gone Girl. I've seen Gone Girl. Gone Girl's really Gone good. Girl's up there. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a new Tarantino movie coming out with Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and uh, oh, yeah, it's, Leonardo what, DiCaprio. It's coming it, out like next month, back, or this, like, later this month. Something Hollywood. It's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, uh, there's no way that's not good. Yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, Django Unchained, that's up that's there. That's decent, yeah. The Hateful Eight was really good, although it's so long. It was, there's an extended version on Netflix. Yeah, it's like a series. It's like four-episode series is what it is. I didn't even watch it. No, me neither. Like the three hours was enough. <laughs> yeah. Arrival was really good. Yeah. I, I forgot about Arrival. Get Out was all right. But like now every every non-Marvel movie has to be like some really sophisticated uh, social commentary on like politics or whatever cultural issue we have. And I'm like, really? Like, Can we just have like Goodwill Hunting again? <laughs> Pulp Fiction? Like, entertain me. All right, but movies. yeah, there haven't been good dramas recently. Mm-hmm. Hacksaw Ridge was really good. That was a good movie. Nightcrawler. Oh my god, that uh, is that with is Jake Gyllenhaal. That is a great. movie. Oh wait, uh, Zodiac with him is really Zodiac good too. Zodiac is really good too. Have you seen Her, where the dude falls in love with the robot? No, I have not. With, uh, I was told to watch Walking Phoenix. <clears throat> That's really good too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the perks of being a wallflower is great. Have you seen that? Uh yeah, I saw it back when it came out, but I don't remember it very well. I watched that recently. That I was, was younger. Really I think I was like thirteen when it oh, came out. Oh, The Big Short is a classic. Have you seen that? About it's Steve Carell, uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, Christian oh, Bale. I've heard of it. And Brad Pitt, and it's about the the, the housing crisis. It's so good. Steve mm-hmm. Carell is amazing. Isn't it that. funny too? Oh, of? it's hilarious. Steve Carell is. Is hilarious in that, and it's not a funny Steve movie. Steve Carell's always hilarious. It's not a funny a movie set up to be funny whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, especially yeah. if you pay attention to like how like the housing crisis actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like it's really interesting. Okay, well we've got never understood. We've gotten this far. We're in the movie conversation. Top five <laughs> movies. Go of all time. My favorite. No, my favorite. favorite. Doesn't have to be the best all time. Forrest favorite. Gump. All right. Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Good Will Hunting. Dead Poet Society. The Usual Suspects. That's a good one. All right, gosh, you go. Oh, let me think about it. I, I'm not really. Let you think about this. it. All right, mine like. Because I don't watch as much movies, but I. I, I have I have a list of these pulled up. One day I, I hate got, I hate <laughs> leaving some some of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, I got bored one day and I started um. Um, I started just making a list of my favorite movies. Can I so, guess your top five? Yeah, you can have a guess at All it. All right, yours is gonna be Shawshank. Um, you're gonna have where is it? you're gonna have uh, No Country for Old Men. You're gonna have uh, Good Will Hunting. I know those three are your top five. Uh, one of those isn't. Is it No Country? Yeah. All right. So my favorite movie of all time is Good Will Hunting. Second, Shawshank. Third, The Big Lebowski. Have you all seen it? It's it's just like a masterpiece. Uh, fourth, Godfather, and then this one's tough. I'll go Rocky over Pulp Fiction. Really? Yeah. Boogie Nights is close. A few good men up there. Yeah. I got a list of this. Rounders is really good. Uh, Dead Poets Society, of course, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Goss, top five, top five. I got, only got three right now. He only, he's only watched three movies ever, guys, are you hearing this? No, I'm really... 
Gotta think of the hard. I mean, right now I got the Dark Knight, Goodwill Hunting, and Coach Carter. We made you watch Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I know. To me, that is a perfect movie. It will never be top. Dark Knight's in my top ten. <laughs> Coach Carter is one of my favorite movies. Coach Carter. Um, good. Coach I haven't Carter. seen it. I've you haven't seen it. that? No. All right. Top ten. I think I'm going ten through five. All right. All in right. there. In there. And <laughs> not, not in any order. Is The Dark Knight, Wolf of Wall Street, um, Pulp Fiction, uh, the perks of being a wallflower, and um, oh my gosh, I just had it. Um, probably Boyhood. Huh. I need to watch. Maybe Boyhood. Gone. Maybe Gone Girl. Because I really like Gone Girl. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think those are my top ten. I'm forgetting something that would push something else out. <laughs> All right, he also stole only three movies. I'll go with this one. The first Star Wars movie. The first Star Wars movie, okay. I really like that movie. God, Citizen Kane. Hot take, hot take. Oh, wow. Citizen Kane. No, not Citizen Kane. <laughs> Actually, Casa <laughs> Blanca is in my top 20. I like East of Eden. Casa Blanca is really good. East of Eden, we watched that in... Um, film study. Film study, I love that movie. All right, let me see. Okay, so I went Goodwill Hunting, Shawshank, Big Lebowski, Godfather, Rocky is my top five. So I go Pulp Fiction, A Few Good Men. Mm. Mm, debating putting Boogie Nights in there. Uh, Dead Poets Society. Shoot. Uh, Stand by me and oh god, do I put in there? Fuck, I'm trying to think of the tenth. I really like Rounders, which I don't think you all price. No, seen. I love Rounders. Rounders, Rounders is, is so awesome. good. Oh, The Departed. I'll throw it yeah. in there. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> uh, I'll put uh, that in my top really five. Too. <laughs> Rounders, so, Rounders is so good. I love Rounders. I feel like nobody has watched it though. That ending scene is one of the best. Was one of the best things ever. Or like the you know the, final, the, climax, like, the climax is great. All quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> <laughs> no, just he's he was really good in that movie. Malkovich. Oh, I didn't I didn't even mention the Silence of the Lambs. That's I, I rewatched one. that one too. Uh, no, but Malkovich is in two scenes, beginning and the end. And just the accent is just ridiculous and it's absurd. It's off the wall, but he's just like when he, when Damon wins, he's got like that like the little smirk. He's like he like throws a face like pay the man his fucking money. <laughs> we should just play it. It's a great scene. No, but do you hey, know? No, there's a great quote in there. He's like, he's like, this kid's got alligator blood hanging around. I've used it uh, as a sports comparison before, so that's how I know it's a, it's a good line. Do you, do you know, like, when you think of Silence of the Lambs, like, what do you think of? You think of Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. You know, he's in the movie. 15 minutes or yes. something like that. 16 minutes. Yeah. And he dominates the screen. It, him and, like, uh, Jack Nicholson and A Few Good Men, like, the two roles, yeah, are, like, Jack, they're, they're barely in it, but they just... Boom, just on fire every time they're in. Um, no, Oscars, yeah. yeah, there's a list. Oscars won with less than with under 20 minutes of screen time. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there, no, I mean. It's actually crazy. I mean, well, there's a lot of their supporting roles generally. But no, Lecter. Yeah, they're always supporting. I mean, well, it sounds like Lamb swept its Oscars whenever, whatever year that was. 1994, Ooh. I think. Another? No, 92. It was 92 Oscars. Because the movie came out in 91. And they, they got they swept them. All five. I think there's only like three movies to ever do that. So yeah, sweep all five. Yeah. It was some random Major movie. Major awards, best actress, best actor, best actor, actress, supporting role. No, no, no. It's actor, actress, director, best picture, and it's, it's screenplay. Oh, screenplay. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Little Miss Sunshine? No. That is a great comedy movie. It's, really? It's with Steve Carell, too. He plays a depressed gay uncle. I love that. Dude, I'm so happy. No, in this, uh, you know, Alan Arkin, this dude. I've seen him that. and Steve Carell together are 
freaking hilarious. He's in that movie for 14 minutes, and that is I haven't I haven't laughed that hard in a movie in in forever. I and I watched. I think the best comedic performance is like Bill Hader in Superbad's awesome. He's one of Bill, the cops. Bill Hader. And Bill Hader is so fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, they wrote the movie, so yeah. Yeah, they gave their, themselves the best lines. Hater's hilarious. I wish he actually was like a, a guy who like was in movies more. He's more like a director now or something like that. Story writer. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wedding Crashers is a classic. Comedies. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you gotta go with the other guys or the Step Brothers. The other guys is the most underrated comedy ever. The other guys, yeah. It's not Step Brothers super bad. I think oh, it's up there. It's in my top five comedies ever. It's pretty good. It might be five or four, I, but it's it's. I like yeah, I like the other three better though. Super bad and um, whatever other two I just said. Step Brothers. Talladega Nights. Uh, Talladega yeah. Nights. A lot of classes. The Big Lebowski is really funny. You all need to watch that one. I started it, but I never really got into it. It's no like I watched it the first time. And I was like, that sucked, and then I watched it again, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> Uh, okay, I guess that'll be it. Little little impromptu movie conversation. Why not? Maybe one day when we got our, when we're all rich and successful and have an incredible podcast network, we'll make a movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for now, where is Chris Early? That'll do it. <laughs>